0: Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDicast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank any racing news, the Graphics Coupe, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash podcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content.
1: Brad Keslowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate
2: my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, but only
1: girls pull hair. so. Mikey forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This Sorry. week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually. Matt, we beat him, so it's
2: all good. All right, boys and girls, this is going to be episode 180 of the Black Flag Podcast. As always, I am Charlie Sanborn. To my left is Bradley Saucier, and to his left is Bobby Timmons. We are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Uh, where I think we should just get right down to it. We got a lot of cool shit going on lately. Uh, T-shirt sales seem to be uh, popping on the uh, blackflagpodcast.com. We got a whiteboard full of names over there with sizes and such that Bradley's been on top of. Bobby's doing cool things on the racetrack. I am uh, getting ready for the Oxford 250 weekend, but in front of us here, boys, we have... Probably the uh, the 2022 Oxford 250 champion uh, <laughs> no uh, driver of not only the number 73, you it's been the 16, it's been just the 21, that. it's been all over the place. I've known you since we were fucking seven years old. Bobby can say the same. We we all did things on the front stretch at Beatridge there for a hot minute. But without any further ado, we are looking at in studio, in person, made the trip out here.
3: Joey Dwyer.
2: Same guy. Same guy, right in front of us. What's going on, pal? Yeah, oh. just so you know, you gotta like make out with the mic. Yeah, it's gotta be real, uh, you real got, close. Th- If you're not deep throwing it, you're not doing it right. So is that better? If that's better. Oh, yeah, that's you great. Did a hell of a job. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, not much. Yeah. Just uh, living the dream. Yeah.
2: So, uh, you, you you've been at the racing thing for at least three minutes at this point, right? So,
1: um, did you and
3: I start the same year, two thousand one?
1: Yep. so I ran. I think I ran like two races in two thousand, like right at the very end of the year. Um, but 2001 was the first year I ran full time.
2: 2001 go-karts. That the SMKI originals. We had here, a pretty had.
1: stout rookie class of drivers that year. Like
3: Bradley <laughs> Babb was in that class. Us three, obviously. Um, I I came on at the Aaron second Ricker, half. Yeah, Aaron Ricker was in that field. Josh Cantera, like, a lot of race car drivers came from like that class. Mm-hmm. Tyler yeah. Jordan, he was a rookie the same year. I think that was it but yeah
2: yeah quite a quite a there's a picture that i stumble across every once and every once and now and again that it's a it's like all of us yahoo's at like eight years old on the front stretch of beatridge and you look through it and you're like holy where fuck. Uh the amazon facility down the <laughs> road here on uh, 70 holmes road just a mile west of the main mall uh but uh no it's it's uh it's been interesting obviously we all took three very different routes we we started from almost the same place give or take but Yeah, you're doing wicked cool shit so for somebody who might not know exactly who you are like us three do like how does this even start how how does joey do iron get in a go-kart to begin with
1: uh so my dad has a machine shop in north berwick and uh there was a family that was racing probably like a mile from our shop and uh he made some parts for them for their cart and they ended up they kept telling him to you know hey bring him up to the track like we can he can try out uh, one of the go-karts and my dad's like, nah, we don't need to do that. Like, cause I was like, we were always race fans, but that was pretty much it. I mean, we go to, you know, to beach Ridge and Lee, you know, three or four times a year. Um, but he tried to probably took him like a year before he finally brought me up there. Uh, I think he just knew that once it happened, it was like, just open my wallet and dump all of my money <laughs> out. So, so you, you, you end up, how, so how does that actually start though? Like, where does the
2: first go-kart come from? Where did, where does that...
1: Uh, that- so I think he, uh, Joe Pastore, Big Joe, he mm-hmm. was the one that uh, he like found us a cart, and then hell of a salesman he was. Oh yeah,
3: he knew how to hook families right in and get them into this <laughs> racing business. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they definitely made a lot of money. <laughs>
2: yeah. So so you you get the go kart. Obviously, you were pretty successful through those ranks i mean i i literally have i think it's right above your head actually there's a trophy that says jbj triple crown right on it so I you still guys have the, i still have the blanket yeah <laughs> oh no shit yeah yeah my yeah. grandmother still has the
1: blanket she uses it like the backseat of her car somewhere i have the
2: the zip ups too that would fit it a, at a, a, gen, a generic eight-year-old child but there's a zip up somewhere that says you know jbj triple crown on it but those were always a, 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 like a
3: spectacle that the banquets and that that was always always a certain certainly a big part of it but those go-kart banquets back in that era were nicer than some stock car like racetrack oh, banquets God. now most most yeah. honestly like was it Varillos? is that what the place was called over, in, over by the turnpike exit oh uh at the time yeah, Ver, yeah. Verillos Verillos, or yeah. what? yeah it's called fucking Four Seasons, seasons or something. grill or something. Like that. Ironically,
2: right across the street from the booby store, off exit <laughs> eight. There. Uh, but uh, no, there's the only go kart establishment that had a or a series, I guess, that had a banquet where they were sponsored by Tuxedos for Less. So if you were in the top five, whether you were five years old or fifty-five years old, you had to get a goddamn tuxedo and and you were wearing it on the stage there. I think, obviously, the three of us had to do that at one point in our lives. And I remember being the coolest fucking kid ever with a red cummerbund, red bow tie, ready to rip <laughs> fucking the, the the bottom floor of Arillo's there. But Just think, um, we
1: all bought those tuxedos. How many t- tires did that Tuxedos for Less buy, Joe Pastore?
2: Oh, at least a, a million. <laughs> Joey did have a sports here in sports series car, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was the only one that jumped right to it from go-karts, but... Uh, no. Uh, so, so how does that progress though? What does that look like to, you know, for, for you where you, you go from basically just a casual fan, all of a sudden you're in go-karts and I'm not going to let you or anybody else deter the fact that you, you kind of dick stomped a lot of us during that era. And then all of a sudden you're in a sports series car and all that stuff. So how does that kind of progress? Like what, was that a conversation you're like, I want to keep doing this or, or what?
1: Yeah. So we did the go-kart thing, I think for like probably five years. Um, the first year was kind of like halfway through the year we bought a new cart, um, which definitely was like, it made a huge difference. I mean, we went from running, I think like we were probably like lucky to finish, like hang with Brad at the time. And then we got the new cart and it was like, oh, lights like night and day. Brad, I, I was Brad too bad. I was too busy bringing up the rear. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you talking about Brad? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. 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 So, um, after that, uh, the next couple of years we had a lot of success and then, uh, eventually our, our stuff just got dated. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was uh, one of those things where it was kind of like you were just hitting a plateau and it was like, uh, I I don't know, I kind of want to try some different stuff. So did this whole school stuff and, you know, wanted to play sports, but uh, a little too fat and unathletic (laughs) for that. So, um, yeah. That makes uh, four of us, I think, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I wish I got into the go-kart thing. (laughs) Yeah, like, unfortunately, like when you're not in, uh, you know, rec, you actually have to be good to play, so. Hmm, that is tough yeah
0: oh i i was an absolute wreck all-star and then uh <laughs> <Gym class> re- <laughs> and then, and then I, I couldn't get a waiver to play for a 10th year so when i went into my sophomore year they're like yeah there's no more rec sports i was like oh
4: what <laughs> yeah <I> dev- intramurals <laughs> for sixth grade <laughs> and below and i
0: developed a a love for video games i got cut from the basketball team and i i got real fat uh, uh not new no, stock went way up oh it my god wild, yeah. yeah amp energy <laughs> pff, shotgun one of those Stay up till 5 a.m. Yeah,
2: it was a uh, hair got greasier. It was just the whole thing, <laughs> they all go hand in hand. So, so you, you at the beginning there after go karts, though, you, you, you stuck around Beatridge for a second. You were, you were in the sports series, correct? You took
3: a few years off, though, right? Uh, Is two, that a thing? two years, I think. It was enough that when you showed up at Beatridge with your sports series car, I'm like, oh, Joey's back racing. Huh.
2: Yeah,
1: no, um, like my grandfather got sick at the same time, and you know, uh, we kind of took a step back just to, you know, spend some time with him. And then after he passed, it was like, uh, like I really wanted to race again. Um, and
2: we're, we're talking what, like 15, 16 years old, something like that? I right? was
1: probably 14, 15. Yeah. Cause I started at Beach Ridge when I was 15. Yep. Um, and my dad was like, we had just gotten rid of like all the go kart stuff. And he's like, ah, oh, finally it's all over. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I retirement. Ha- I have money again. <laughs> and then, uh, so I started talking to Dave Oliver and I was like, hey, find me a, like a sports Series car. Like I'd really like to race Beach Ridge. Um, so, luckily, uh, Smitty was selling his car. He was uh, trying to do adult things that lasted about 10 that's years. Six and six then minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, we ended up getting his car, and it was like one of those things where my dad was like, listen, I'm going to spend the money up front, and we're going to get something that, you know, is We're going to buy the
3: best car that's available.
1: <laughs> yep, and it was... Uh... It was. <laughs> so, uh, the whole thing was, was he was like, I don't know nothing about, like car racing like actual like working on him or anything like he he did tires for joey when they were racing but like he could do the tires but the rest of it was you know nothing he knew that was up his alley so he uh bought the a good car and uh he had smitty set it up the first time and we literally did nothing but put tires on it <laughs> and he made sure the tire was tires were right and he was like, listen. You don't know any better. Learn to drive it. Yeah. This this is the Batmobile, correct? Yeah. Like the so those that don't know Beechridge
2: Motor Speedway, Chris Smith, he, he a at this point in time now a four time Sports Series champion. This rule, this car that we're talking about that was called the Batmobile, had like a radical body on it. Like he he was the reason for half of what the Sports Series it was rule the longest
3: is. the longest Chevy Monte Carlo I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> it had like a four foot trunk, <laughs> and uh,
2: so like this this is a, this is a beautiful race car that we're talking about here, and then. Then all of a sudden, there's a little fifteen-year-old Joey driving it, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, so big it, trunk, <laughs> lot of downforce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only truck in the sports series. It was wild. Um, oh. No, I remember. I remember watching that because uh, at the time, I think we were dabbling with like trucks and stuff like that, just trying to you know be a part of the program. And I remember that was a big deal. Joey was back, like, and like you said, like, oh yeah, you, you know, you know, I, I know that guy. And so it, you didn't really suck in that either, right? I mean, it, no. I
1: mean, yeah. I think uh, probably. I want to say the middle of August, I think I was, like, three points out of the lead. (laughs) And it was, like, we added it all up at the end of the year. And it was, like, because back then, you know, there was 30 cars in that division every week. Mm -hmm. And you had to start last if you were a rookie for the first three weeks. It didn't matter if you started last in your heat and won it. You still went to the rear. Correct. And uh, if we hadn't have started last, I think we probably would have won the championship. But – and you this know. is two thousand what nine seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It it's one
0: thing to to get a car that's proven in like a winning car, but it's another thing to be that good right off the bat, just going right from go karts to sports series car. Is that the transition you made or was there anything? After years off.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was just that was
1: just okay. Show up and
2: do you remember that initial like what the fuck am
4: I doing? Uh,
1: yeah, I remember so it was like really muddy. At the start, like, obviously, the Amazon facility is always muddy. Correct. So correct. springtime. Yeah, so they had us parked on the front, like, in the front parking lot, mm-hmm. and we would go across over near the bar and go through the fence to get on the track at the, the first couple of practice days back when they had them. And uh, I remember the first time going on the backstretch, I'm like, man, this is freaking weird. Like, <laughs> like I mean, this is, like, way more racetrack than I'm used to. So uh the first couple of weeks, we were okay. I think we, you know, we started, like, oh, 30th and i think the first week we finished 15th and it was you know just kind of learn like try not to piss anybody off don't hit anything you know because you can't make a car better if you're working on fixing it every week so uh i had scott door was actually the one that like you know he showed me you know the line around and you know kind of took me under his wing a little bit i think he just wanted me not to be in the way so (laughs) which at at the time scott would have been one to certainly listen to especially around that area yeah, yeah. Won a
3: lot of races. Yeah,
1: yeah so uh, as the year went on, we just kind of got better and better. And uh, we should have won the fireworks night, s- smoked the backstretch wall, leading to, like <laughs> 10 to go, and uh, Ron Smith won, I think. And yeah, then I didn't think I- limited? Yeah.
2: Holy mm-hmm. fuck, how long ago were we talking about? <laughs> 2007. <laughs> I remember this clear
1: as day. I was sitting right on the
2: backstretch. Holy fuck.
3: Wham! Like, oh, yeah. fuck, Joey just killed that <laughs>
1: So uh, yeah, so I, after that, it was like we were in the high point heat. So back then, you know, the high point heat, the best you were gonna start was like fifteenth. Yeah, and it was like shit. That was my chance to win, and I just blew it. So <laughs> now I'm not gonna win a race, but uh, luckily, you know, I want to say it was probably the first week of August, something like that. Um, somebody broke, and I was running second, and you know, take him way anyway, you can get him.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, and and again, you were you were successful through that rank too. So. I mean, you go from go-karts to time off to quite literally not even racing to your, your winning sports series races. What was the transition of, like, I actually want to take this half ass seriously. and I want to go, you know, either late model, pro stock racing, super late model,
1: whatever you want to call it, and, and transition into that. I just wanted to race limited. That's, that was it. That was it. And, uh, well that that took a certain that <laughs> certainly <laughs> took a different route than what yeah.
2: we're seeing today. Well, that was <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: quite an attitude to have knowing you lasted one season. Yeah, so well
1: so there was a lot more to that. I was um, gonna say it's been nice to have Joy iron on the Black Flag podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be it. Um no, I, I really enjoy like I loved racing at Beach Ridge and like a, a lot of my friends were there. Um so it was like I had more friends at Beach Ridge than I did, you It know. was
3: almost cool to race there back in that era.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, and, uh, and there was...
2: Especially the sports series, though. Like, that was considered, at, at that time, that was, like, one of the, like, most competitive divisions okay. that you could be a part of. And there was, yeah, like, every
3: fl- Every class was big. Even the Roadrunners had a bunch back then, except mm-hmm. for the pro stocks. Like, that was the only class that everyone was yeah. like,
2: yeah, snooze. But even then, they had, like, 20 still. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so at the end of the year, um, we were planning on racing again. Like, just do the same thing again. Um and my brother was getting married in the middle of the race season on a Saturday. So that was uh, okay. I guess we're not going to win the championship if we got to take a week off. So who
2: gets married in the middle of the
3: race on a Saturday? Ray parent.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> had,
2: that did happen. Didn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally last weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, at the time DJ was race, going to go race past full time. And, uh, they had their act car that he'd ran at white mountain and we had parked next to them all year at beach Ridge when he was racing weekly and uh dale convinced my dad to buy his that car and holy crap that was a bad decision (laughs) because he thought that the go-karts and the limited cost money oh yeah we we went from you know i think in that year in 20 or 2007 i think we put a fender on it maybe maybe a nose like we rarely wrecked and we started off the late model career like House of fire.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All I remember was getting a text from somebody that day that I think it was Brad might have been there or DJ and it's just your car on the rollback,
1: nothing left of it. Yeah. It was like eight laps and it was I I figured out real quick what to do on slick tires. Because you cannot drive it like you could those tread tires.
2: (laughs) So so uh, I assume the wall, uh, both at Beechridge and Lee, does not move. Is that correct?
1: No. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I never tried to move the wall that hard at Beechridge, but Lee, multiple times, like one and two, I'm telling you that. that oh, that one doesn't is move. Not I can confirm
3: that one <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you tried to move it pretty hard the night I was helping you when Eric Almirola spun you out and you backed it in the fence.
1: Yeah, it blew a tire, I think. I mean, he, ran, I think he ran into your left rear. And yeah, it left and, rear. and it blew the left rear. And, yeah, that was that was the year uh, 2009, I think. Um, so we didn't, in 2008, we just kinda, you know, we were gonna race some of the ACT races and like back then ACT was getting like 45 cars and when you know you do $10,000 worth of damage, you know, 10 laps into it, it's like, I uh, maybe we ought to, you know, rethink what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so how exactly did you do the
0: $10,000 in damage?
1: Oh, just, uh, it was raining a little bit and, uh, you know, a
0: little just, bit or a lot of it,
1: uh, just a little bit like <laughs> and... like
0: Loudon cup race last year. raining. A little no, 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 bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Just like it was it was
1: drizzling. I mean, I wouldn't say it had 100 percent grip, but, you know, I was 16 and had absolutely zero fear. So f- <laughs> <And a laughs> I it hard on like you read
4: about so, the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee, Lee feels
3: like a super speedway compared to Beechridge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we had when we had the limited, we raced uh, the past sportsman deal a few times. So we went to like, I think we unity Unity, Canaan. Places like that. So we had been to other tracks, but uh yeah, just uh, came out of two, got a little crossed up, and you know, don't turn right and let go of the gas if you're on slick tires because it will well, go straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so a bit of
2: word of advice from Joey Diarm don't turn right on the straightaway.
1: Well, it's but. a good old fashioned. We say it all the time. You
3: never lift. <laughs> no, never, never lift <laughs> or pull out. <laughs> well. Also
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: You you do have a kid, right? A <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. I know how that works. <laughs>
2: oh fuck! So was there ever a point in time where Dad was like, "Uh, maybe you should try golf," or like, "This is fuck you," like this is this is getting to suck?
1: No, uh, no. I mean, my dad is like the most patient guy ever. So and that is true. He he just you know we'd put it back together and but like the one thing when we got the limited was when we had the go kart they him and you know a couple of employees from the work they did all the work on it i didn't freaking touch that thing i just showed up and drove it like i was you know jeff gordon but uh when we got the limited it was going to be totally different it was like you i'm not working on this um at all on my own so he uh it was the second the day i work on this by myself will be the day it goes for sale and it's still been the same way so uh i don't it worked out so 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 you tried to kill yourself in a car in, in the in the
2: act act late model ranks right so the what what was the conversation of I, I want to go pro stock racing or was that dad's decision
1: um i mean once we got in the late models uh the pro stocks were always you know the end goal because like i, I just want to race at B Tredge i still like screw act (laughs) racing i just wanted to go race (laughs) weekly at beatridge you could probably still rip a forklift around there or something like i mean the track is still there (laughs) nothing else is but um yeah i just wanted to like all my friends were there i was like brad was one of my bad was one of my best friends at the time and i just wanted to hang out with my friends and race and uh so we got the super light model and pro stock and uh at the end or the end of 2008 dale had one that was it was a pretty good deal um it wasn't you know the newest and best but it was one of those things where it was like hey we could have this and you know go bomb around here and there and try it and that's uh that's what we did in 2009 and damn near went we went to beach ridge for the pass race and uh almost won it if we ran out of gas and then who it got, was who like got fired on that? <laughs> uh it was just one of those things where i <laughs> that guess it was so
3: fucking fast that night
1: dude. i mean it was I, if i hadn't ran the uh three-quarter mile beach ridge it probably wouldn't have ran out of gas oh well, are <laughs> going to da- down to andy's office oh, in the parking lot that and thing was rod road <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that thing was like probably a half a groove off the dirt and it was just that thing was flying and uh yeah so that was like the peak of my racing career for like four years <laughs> ripping the top <laughs> at Beatrice. Right yeah, yeah. Running like third, running out of gas, running the leaders down. So hmm. it was. Then it took a while to get back. It was a, a long ways down to the bottom, <laughs> and it's taken a long ways to get back out of it.
2: Well, I think we can all attest, and a lot of people that have been watching, it, you have something figured out. I mean, it's just plain and plain and simple at that point. You, no matter if it's the twenty-one, the sixteen, when that was a thing, and then you're seventy-three, whatever it, you're you're one to pick. You know, we, we do race pools all the time, and you're always one of the top picks. Yeah, he already
0: crowned you this year's Oxford 250 <laughs> champion,
2: yeah, so con- mean, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. on that. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Now you're either going to flip or actually do what I said. But, yeah. Um, ah, Jesus. Yeah. I'm, too <laughs> fat. I'm too fat to flip, so... Um,
3: Just tell him to put no, you back on it. your wheels. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> speaking from experience... <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you will never live it down. Even if you win the Oxford 250, if you flip before or after that, that's all we're going to talk
3: about, is that you flipped. Ask Bob. If you flip a super late model at Oxford, something went way wrong like it that's pretty yeah. tough to do yeah not impossible <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what i think that he meant to say was that you're, you're probably the favorite to win the 250 and crowning you two weeks early is a little egregious agree <laughs> <laughs> egregious.
2: <laughs> yeah with Watch 67 go and draw a fucking interest. 103 on the pillow oh, there, there, there's, right there's
1: there. a giant white elephant that people haven't been talking about cassius clark oh mm. uh, yeah that is true. We haven't he seen is, passes, that. Just, so. I, I've heard he has that. Just show up body, Sunday morning. that
2: color. So what?
3: The last time <laughs> Cassius Clark drove a race car, he won the ultra 250.
2: And that was the only time he
1: drove a race car in that particular No, he had ran the pass
2: race two oh, weeks that's before right, that's
3: and won right. that too. So.
4: Well, okay. So he's two for
2: two in the last fucking 700 days. So good for him.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean that if the thirteens is half as fast as that double zero.
2: Yeah.
3: Double Zero looked pretty good there a couple
2: weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, That was a party looking race car. A clean white, flat black It was, was purtier before Loudon. Well, that was the first well, one. Well, yes. per- that was a different car, yeah. Brad. <laughs> uh, well, true,
0: but I just, meant, that one. I just meant the car looked prettier, in my opinion, before Loudon. Still looks great. Yeah, so it, that's it. great. That's, it another, like race car. that's like the elephant cub that's following yeah. <laughs> the big elephant, the one with the check from last year. And it's the a trophy. baby elephant. It is like the cub, yeah, if you will. Is a baby elephant a cub? No, nope, but I just called it that. What is a baby elephant? A baby elephant, a be- that can't a be elephant.
3: Right. A- the Oxford two fifty is literally the hardest race in the world to win, though. Like well, Joe, no, Joey no. will obviously no, he's already won it. Charlie can say, say the it. same <laughs> thing, but it's one of those races that like a million things need to go right, and if one goes wrong, forget about it. And that's coming from a guy who had all he could do to run nineteenth in it. So well, you you did win the hooligan, Bob. That was my career accomplishment <laughs> in a super late model. Was so. was uh wrecking row to win to win the <laughs> hooligan race. They say. Well
2: so we're we're gonna fast forward here, but we are we're jumping around. This is this is the road to the 250, as as Brad has so eloquently uh, it, called yes, it on our, is, our Facebook posts and such. This is this is the road to the 250 interview it's two series at a time. So. That's, uh,
0: <laughs> that's only two weeks worth of interviews, but it's, it's brought a short, to you by it's short road <laughs> 26 isn't that far. <laughs> it's, it's brought to you by Natural Design. Thank you, uh, Timmy Salamita, for jumping on board and sponsoring this deal. Yeah. So
2: uh, uh, looking ahead to the the road to the Oxford 250. It, is this? I mean, obviously, it is a check mark left. But it, what else? Where are you looking to accomplish other than um,
1: pull this uh, Oxford two fifty out? This is it. That's it. Yeah, Say so you've it. done. You've done pretty much all there is to do this other is, than this. <laughs> this is uh, like. I mean, the last three years. This is the the goal.
2: So are, are we hanging it up? If you do it, or are you going on forever wow. and always,
1: or wow. what? I'm too selfish right have now. You seen how good, <laughs> have you seen how good that 21 car uh, goes? Why would you quit now? I don't, I don't know. Fuck, you never it's know. It's a hell that. of a second to fifth place car. Let me tell you that. <laughs> there always seems to be that one guy that's a little bit better. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, fuck. Uh, so, I mean, it, again, you, you've got something figured out lately, and, and it doesn't matter what car you're in. But, you know, moving forward, you know, w- what's what's your preparation like in these next two weeks?
1: Oh, you know, just the, the normal maintenance. I mean, you just take – You need to take every race as serious as a 250 if you want to, you know, beat DJ and uh, all those guys. I mean, you got to if you if you don't go 100 percent prepared every week, you're not going to have any you're going to be, you know, just a field filler. So.
2: So is the 21 at, at your place? Is that elsewhere? Are you going back and forth? What what's what what's your day to day look like in the next, you know, or whatever it's been lately and then moving
1: forward? What's what's your day to day like? Um, so I keep the car at my, at my parents, uh, where I keep my other car. So I have both cars in my house right now and I've had them there all year. Uh, he takes it back, um, when we're done for the year and you know, he keeps it for the winter and, uh, last winter I put the body on it and did stuff like that. But for the most part, um, who owns that car? Uh, Greg Curtis.
3: And
2: how does, how
1: does that come about? Because...
2: You know, in go karts, you to, to Bobby and I, you were always either the twenty or the twenty one. Yeah, your whole you've had like ninety five <laughs> different numbers. And
1: it's and funny it, how it came like full circle. Yeah, <laughs> last year when I had the when the, the I was, twenty, the seventy three, yeah, yeah, and the twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, wow, I just should quit now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were twenty
3: one your rookie year of go karts, and then you changed to twenty. I and thought then it was you... the other way. No, it was that way. It
1: was, was that? Yeah, oh, so yeah. the cart we bought originally was twenty one and we just kept the same number. Okay. And then like I was a huge Tony Stewart fan, so that's why I changed to twenty okay and then you were 11 in the sports series
3: because i assume probably 20 and 21 were taken yeah so dave lampren and frank weir probably had those numbers
1: yeah so then i uh picked 11 on the
3: ball bob Bob. dude that was like peak beatridge time for me that was when i was just old enough that i could sneak into the pits without being questioned yeah and i was there every fucking week (laughs) or go
4: through bubba's backyard
3: no i paid to get in i just was not old enough to not be (laughs) accompanied by an adult So, so where does the eleven come from then? In the, in the
1: oh, I can not remember to be honest. Just what what was okay. available? So where where and does then, and
3: then you went to seventy three in the
1: that, act car? So arc. that's easy because nobody has seventy three. There it is. Yep. <laughs> so like, I hate that act makes you put the stupid me on it for the Emmy, and like I think that's so dumb. Unless you are the sixty nine, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the rest of them, like nobody nobody wants to be you know twelve nh like, or like vt like. No, that's freaking dumb so um, I wanted a number that nobody had so I didn't have to put that stupid at me next to it and that was it that was you it you still did it anyway uh, yeah you had to <laughs> <laughs> so, so you go out he, of your way to. Tom really loved that hokey stuff like that the <laughs> state name and then you had to have your battle flag yeah, or the you QC a, you had to have yeah. a flag
2: I love the QCs though like the, the Quebec or like all the ca- Canadian fellas where everybody's like that's not a state it's like correct yeah good job <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna show province. up
1: as a 73
2: US <laughs> <laughs> Dot C-A.
0: Uh, 69 fuck. Us actually also plays. So.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Episode 180, 69 Us also plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty good, but he's not Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I mean, lately he's, he's been on top of
0: the ball it, for sure. I, I actually, I would like to take this time to apologize because I did uh, ruin... Your oh, he Saturday. jinxed you
3: twelve seconds before. So bad, so bad.
0: I was just sitting so any- in the bar, and you were like halfway dominating the pass race. I mean, actually dominating the pass race. And I was like, messaged the group. I was like, "Well, we picked a good time to get Joey on." And then I look up, and you are spinning through three and four. And I was like, oh, "Um." So speaking of elephants <laughs> in the room, <laughs> well
3: let's 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 not get too far ahead because you did win on Friday night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So talk about it that. He doesn't seem to care about. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was good. At Claremont hasn't been one of our better tracks. I mean it's we won there. I think the third or second time we went there. And then, what, which car were you in? On Friday? Uh, my own. You're at so 73. You were, yeah. so, okay. Um, which was good because it paid good. So mm. it's always good when you're racing your own and it pays good <laughs> and you get to <laughs> keep it. right? Yeah. So uh, we hadn't been very good there. Uh, I mean we were like second to fifth for the last, you know, probably four or five times we've been there, but never had winning speed. Or we had winning speed. We could win practice and win the pole damn near every week. But when Which it Which pays to how much? got zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> well it used to pay $125. <laughs> what? Yeah, Grand State like uh, the year. If you two, win practice, you got $100 no, pole. If, if you won the pole, it was oh, 125 oh, wow. bucks. No shit. Yeah, almost paid for a tire. Hmm. Won the pole like seven times that year.
2: <laughs> what is
3: that? Oh, uh, this our, was pushed forward <laughs> enough so it didn't hit that. But then our, our Woody cab modified body panel is causing quite a ruckus. Yeah, every once in a which while, which you probably
2: won't even hear on the show. You but won't. have the weekend no. here. Yeah, the, the, the headphones are time. wicked sensitive. So, yeah. uh, so you, you did the thing on Friday. Congrats! You didn't suck. Well done. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, I mean, I tried to hand it away. I, I, so I, <laughs> so I, I've won the poll. They've had seven seven races. I've won the polls five times. I have never redrawn in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> so at Claremont so then why or, I get the poll Yeah, I, why exact, I exactly why Just bragging rights Bra- yeah. Yeah. used to the 125 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's they a, don't pay anyone it's <laughs> a dick measuring competition correct yeah it's yeah. basically all it is yeah so at like Groveton I won the poll by like a tenth and then uh, put DJ on the front row so that was <laughs> so he can great. lead every lap and win the race <laughs> yeah. perfect yeah so then the same thing last week uh, I read you six and he qualified sixth. like what the hell like <laughs> My day just got a hell of a lot harder to win this. So, <laughs> um, but it worked out. We had a really good car. Um, we'd always gotten real loose in there and, uh, throughout the run and, um, kind of changed my lineup and, uh, just kind of worked the track a little more than I had been in the past. I'd been driving in pretty straight and, uh, I was able to really arc it in. Um, and I could carry a ton of roll speed in the center and, uh, Pretty much, just he could hang with me on the restarts because I could drag pretty bad. Um, but once it starts stopped dragging, the tire pressure came up, it was pretty much over. The the weird racetrack, the Claremont there. The the
2: there's no turn one really. Is that as evident on the racetrack as it is in the stands? Because it looks like somebody was hammered when they drew the circle out and then they like paved that.
0: huh We'll see. I, I think the story is that they actually might have been hammered.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so it might actually be the story. Yeah.
1: It, it, it if you look at the track, it's just paved weird. It's like it's they added too much pavement to the bottom of <laughs> yeah the, the groove. First corner. The groove
3: is kinda, normal, kind of normal. It just your entry into one. There's like three lanes below you,
2: <laughs> but then like two stops all of a sudden. and It looks like you almost have to like throw it and rewind and then fucking do a ninety point turn and fucking yeah, go back. But it's down because the back if
1: trip. you go high they go five wide under you and then you all crash so it it seems perfect for a granite state race if they just if they just didn't pave that stretch of asphalt it would be fine
2: so so not bradley saying that it sounds like a granite state race what coming from someone who has a lot of experience in both what are what like three key takeaways what are the differences between driving in a granite state race and a pro all-star series race be careful here before you get yourself canceled
3: (laughs) I say you're leading the points in one of those series um
1: uh, what's the political not to put you on the spot but here you are on the spot um pass race I'd say you could probably start inside the top 20 and you'd be uh you know you can race hard you're safe yeah (laughs) I wouldn't want to start 20th in a grand state race okay okay fair enough that is very fair (laughs) Uh, okay. So, so
2: moving, moving forward, then Sunday happens or Saturday, excuse me. Uh, right. I went apple Saturday? picking on Sunday. Or was so. it Saturday? <laughs> it was was Saturday. A- You're really <laughs> fucked up on your days. Lately. I am. Yeah, Yeah, Well, I just, I was, uh, it was a million degrees in the kitchen there and I was cooking what I thought was crunch wraps and they weren't that. So anyway, Saturday Oxford happens, right? You you Your lights out yet again. You're in the 21 car. Uh, Lindsay and I are sitting in the stands with Matt and Ashley, my whole crew there, and, and we're picking drivers. You were her pick. I said, oh, it's going to be him and DJ at the end. <clears throat> 10 to go happens. And, uh, so 11, wh- 11. Oh, sorry. I only, co- I only <laughs> made 139 laps. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what what happened? Talk us through it. Because you, 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 you marched your way up and then.
1: Yeah, I mean, it probably all comes back to like lap five or six. Um, Kyle D'Souza got twitched off the bottom and absolutely speared me in my left front, and it ended up after the race, I hadn't bent shock, um, but I was super tight after that, like I hadn't been tight in all day, and uh, like right then, I was like, ah, shit, like should we just park it, like we don't need to take a turn, like they've been wrecking them at Oxford like big time, so it was like, I don't really want to, you know, have to rebuild a car for two weeks, so we just kind of, you know, picked our way around, and put ourselves in a bad position, no, we did, but. That was that later. <laughs> um, so we just kind of picked our way through, and, like, as the run would go on, it would start to come out of it. I think the tires just got hot enough that it would lose grip and it would free it up a little bit. Um, so we just kind of rode and rode around, and then when everybody else has started to uh, really fall off, just kind of tried to do what I normally do and just, like, lull them to sleep the last 50 laps, and it was looking good there until – guys that are three or four laps down are absolutely molesting each other on the inside <laughs> and it we, we went by it was like three a group of three cars um a white 43 a black 18 nobody specific though right uh, no and they, I mean they were just racing <laughs> hard it's just the tracks really one groove right now and I went by them on the outside and I almost I was gonna take them on the inside and try to just break them up because they were really beating each other and it was like man they're gonna wreck and I don't need a caution um and i thought maybe if i go to the inside i could like you know weave my way through and just spread them apart and then they wouldn't wreck each other but i went to the outside and uh yeah and then 3 or 4 laps later they were all spinning off top of the track and we were going to be i knew at that time we were about a straight away ahead of second and it was going to be uh, pretty dicey on the restart if i was just way too tight so so yeah you obviously you have a, you have kind of a fucked
2: up race car here you you know DJ is going to be on your ass here no matter what, right? I mean, he's one of the, again, just like you, one of the top dogs in, in this region, country type of race car, whatever you want to call it. And you have a restart with ten to go on a pro all-star series race just before the Oxford 250 at Oxford, right? So you, you, you're going into this and you're obviously, you, you you know, you've been in that situation before, right? You're, you're on, you are you know, in the front row, you, you know what to do. Coming off of two though, DJ gets to you, right? And then, then he's there. And then all of a sudden you're backwards so what 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 were you thinking you know coming off a two there as that collision happens
1: I mean he uh he had tried the outside a couple laps before that and he could roll to my right rear quarter and I was just checking up trying to keep him out there and I mean I was trying to hope that he thought he was good enough to pass me on the outside so I kept I was just kind of backing off I really wasn't going 100% just trying to keep him on my outside and then uh he was going awful wide on the straightaways and it was hard to, you know, he, I would clear him because he was so wide and then he would come back and he would roll up to my right rear. And, uh, he just came out of two and he crossed me over, um, down the back stretch. He had a wicked run and, uh, he worked his way up in there. Like I thought he was, you know, at my tail, um, maybe my quarter going into the corner. So I drove in awful deep just to, you know, I was going to drive in deep and try to, you know, work my way back to the bottom and then just stop in the middle. If I had to, to stay on the curb thinking that he was going to, you know, he wasn't in there like fully, fully. So I thought he'd kind of roll out of it. If I drove in deep, we wouldn't hit, but, uh, it was 10 to go. And he drove in just as deep as (laughs) I did. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I came down and, uh, we made contact and, uh, it, it is what it is now it's it's obviously well known well documented you and dj are pretty good friends obviously right yeah i was in his weddings so. right exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's so good
3: like, to know that i'm not the only person in this room feuding with his friends on the racetrack because i was also in brad's wedding so, <laughs> so, so what
0: happened with you what happened with you i
2: don't remember what nothing. happened well, joey's the guest here <laughs> okay.
3: so so you it, and dj get into it
2: and it's it's obviously a big deal like it it is a a pass race two weeks before the 250 at oxford and have you guys talked yet? Have you? Had oh, we talked say? after the race. Yeah. I mean, I really
1: wasn't even that bad. Okay. I mean, it was, it was uh, like I – I mean, you get all those Facebook keyboard warriors on there that try to think they know everything, and it's like – I mean, I wasn't – even when I was spinning, I wasn't mad. Like, it was just two well, guys have, racing have, yeah, hard for the win for 10 to go. is a one-groove racetrack. Like, yeah, I, he was inside me, and, you know, I was trying to win the race, and if I just – Way over. It's over. So, you know, it was the first time he got in there, and I right. hope that maybe he gave me a lift, and he didn't. And, I mean, it's time to go. You can't. I don't blame him. Yeah, you have the mental maturity to realize that you put yourself
3: in that situation.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, <clears throat> who know? Like, maybe it it was just a regular pass race. I mean, I'm not racing for points, so right. it if, don't matter if I whether finish. Whether you
3: win or tw- finish 21st, it don't matter. Yeah, or so... Or second or 21st.
1: I mean, rather. it was <laughs> like... It would have been nice to, you know, finish second. Um, I just... But you'd he, rather win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was... <laughs> it was. He, when we made contact, um, I thought it was just going to, like, twitch me up the track.
3: He did go for a long slide.
1: Yeah, well, I think, like, where we hit was already... Like, we were already in the corner when we finally made contact. Well, you, you both... Like you said, you both drove in until you saw Jesus. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> then, uh, like, it just... Like, we were just both drove in so deep that it kind of just kept pushing me instead of just, you know, hitting me on entry and twitching me up the track. It just kind of pushed me, and then I was, like, 45 to the infield by the time he finally was able to get off of me, and I was already well on my way to going around because I had the wheels cranked to the right, and it was... Gone at that point.
4: Game <laughs> oh, well, over.
1: What I'm still hung up on is that early, early in the running,
0: you, you you bent to shock and were thinking about pulling off, and then you just so casually just drove to the lead. <laughs> Warm <wore them> out. <laughs> 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 like, oh, race might be over. <laughs> Forget about it. Pack it up. Let's head home. And then all of a sudden, you're just leading a race by, with, by a straightaway when 40 cars showed up.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Remember what I said earlier? That 21 cars pretty good. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Maybe Charlie's onto something.
4: Yeah. Well, well,
1: well yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just when. The car has been really good the last two years. Um, it took a while, and I first started the first few times I drove that, we were terrible.
3: Because several other people drove that car before you, and never, no, nobody went good in it. I think no, Chebuck drove it. Travis
1: Benjamin drove it. Yeah, so there was somebody else that drove it before Chebuck. Um I think that he had ran it like eight times, and I don't think I think their best finish was like twelfth in a weekly race. And uh, up until last week, um, it had been I think in the last like twenty months. I think we that was the only the second time we finished out that top five in a week, in a pass race. So so, so how do, how does that deal come together? Uh Travis Benjamin put it together for me. He uh in twenty twenty. Um we weren't racing pass full time, we were racing Granite State and my dad was you know, he didn't really want to spend the money to go pass racing and Um Like our cars just weren't that good at church and Oxford anymore and that was ninety percent of the schedule and it's like we we just you know you're gonna go finish you know on a good day 8th to 10th and it's like eh, why don't we stick where we, our cars are going good and uh uh travis benjamin called me and asked me if i was interested in running some weekly shows and it was like eh, it's not really i'm not a weekly like i just 50 laps is not really my style anymore and uh i feel like i'm not a very good 50 lap racer
3: right because what we we spent 2017 racing at Beecher, you and brandon or was that 2018 what year was uh, that? I don't even remember what year that was. 2016. Because I broke my right, leg. I was, I was still racing, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I broke my leg halfway. I had just gotten the points lead, and I broke my leg at work, so. Yeah. But, uh, so Travis called me and asked me if I was interested in running some races. Uh, he had a guy up there that wanted to, you know, he needed somebody to drive it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, it was a distance car. I didn't know anything about it, but they were going good at Oxford at the time, so it was like, yeah, I want, why wouldn't I want to try it? So, uh. Went up there, met with him, decided that we would, you know, run two or three weekly shows and, uh, at the start and see. Like, I told him, I said, I'm not, I don't want to go up there, you know, 10 times a year and run 50 laps. Like, I'd rather just do the pass races. But he hadn't had a lot of success at the time, and I understand it's, you know, expensive to go do a pass race. So, um, we did that. Travis was doing all the work on the car, which was pretty nice. I didn't have to do anything. I just show up and drive. Um, Suitcase
3: driver. Yeah, and it went
1: went okay. I mean, the first couple races were pretty awful, and then uh, we ran a pass race, and my seatbelts came undone. (laughs) Like, five laps into the race. And, like, we weren't going that good. I mean, we were probably going to finish, like, 15th. So it was like, ah, so I wasn't going to, you know, bring out a caution. So I just pulled down pit road and uh, put my belts on in the pit stall. And uh, I was like, oh, just put some sway bar into it. Like, we got to try to do something. The thing's so loose so they put sway bar in it and i went out there and i think i drove from like last to like eighth in the third groove and i was like holy crap this thing's got potential <laughs> <laughs> like i know we finished like 50 laps down but it doesn't like it, i was like wow like it felt like my car used to at beach when we were really good um so it was that made me excited to keep going back and then travis did all the work on it in 2020 um and then in 2021 i started doing a lot more work on it and we kind of you know about halfway through 2021 we won that pass race up there and then from there on out it's been you know second to fifth a lot <laughs> just <laughs> seems like there's that one guy that's always better <laughs> and it's never the same guy <laughs> <clears throat> so
3: did you finished second to gabe earlier in the summer yeah right, that was the that wasn't the springtime race that was like the first one in june
1: yeah uh, no. so i won the one i didn't race to may when i ran star right and then i won the one the first race of the year okay. that i went to In June, finished second to game, and then I was going to finish for our second Saturday night. So it's going pretty good right now. I mean, it's got good long run speed, but unfortunately, the race that matters is only 80 laps because, you know, you change tires and you got an 80 lap shootout. A lot of people forget that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people think that you need to have a long run car, and it's like. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. You need to have a long run car to stay on the lead lap, but. You need to have a car that can fire off radio laps. Yeah, you need a car
3: that's good on four brand new tires, but half a fuel load. Yeah, which is never anything you ever do ever at any point.
2: <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, obviously, you're bringing the 21 back to for the 250, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's actually going to leave it. Well, extends yeah, yeah. and bring <laughs> his you're, own you're, car. You're bringing. You're <laughs> bringing, bringing the 73. That... Went stout at Claremont. So. Yeah. yeah, and the Shaw <laughs> cars might be the best cars at Oxford right now. <laughs> so, so you're bringing the 21 back. You're, you know, what what are you? Yeah I have Bobby you've done it. I've never done it. Rusty's done it though. But you know what you as the driver and and somebody who obviously has a huge hand in putting it all together. What what is the preparation like to get ready for the 250? Cuz it's it's 3 the most, days of fucking hell. It's the most hell.
3: miserable day in motorsports no
1: it's my favorite it's my, it, it, so the 250 see, well, you always
3: showed up knowing that you were probably going to get in I'd show up with my ragtag group of misfits <laughs> in my mongrel race car and go boy I hope we get a good draw <laughs> uh,
1: no, no I mean it's just it's always been my favorite race um that first time we did it in 2013 we finished second to Travis and lost the lead with like 30 to go and it was like man you could almost taste it and ever since then it's like I'd do anything to you know f- see what it feels like to win, the, win that race um But uh, we've been close a few times, Uh, just never – it's just a lot of luck. I mean, you can – a lot of times the best car does not win that race. Um, Almost usually doesn't. Yeah, I mean, other than that year Kurt won in 2017, I mean –
3: At one point, Kurt had his gas can and gas man ripping the quarter panel off the car, and he drove from 38th to the lead in, like, 40 laps.
1: Yeah, I mean, like – other than that, I mean, it's hard. Like Bubba wasn't the best car of the year he won. No, um, not by a long shot. He'll even tell you it Cassius, was a fluke. Cassius wasn't that good last year. I, think Curt- I mean, Ca- Curtis
3: was better at the end. Cassius was really good, but Curtis was still better at yeah. the
1: end. And, I mean, Curtis was better that whole race. Yeah. Like Cassius kind of hung around in the weeds like 5th to 10th most of that race. I was to race. say, Cassius was already kind of there.
3: I think who, the guy who had won a really good car in that race a year ago but didn't ever get there was Eddie McDonald. He got destroyed after his pit stop, and he had a really fast car. All huh. right which is also part of it. You get off-sequence pit strategies. And, you know, sometimes a guy that's got 50 laps on his tires is now restarting up front, and guys with zero laps on their tires are starting 12th, and that's always fun.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that guy is going to go and lead, you know, 10 laps, and he's going to pay his tire bill, and it's like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All you're going to do is going to cost, like, $2,000 worth of damage to somebody. <laughs> hey, if you can't win the show, wreck someone who can. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 it must be tough, though. Like, this, is it different to try to get ready for this year's race knowing that it's been such a one groove racetrack and just kind of how like trying to think about how it's going to play out differently compared to other Oxford two fifties.
1: Yeah. I probably ought to stop at weirds and buy a f- snowplow. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh Ashline's got the best nose right now. I mean, it, it's going to be different. I mean, the outside was better this last week than it's been. Um, I passed quite a few cars, and DJ did it on the outside too. It's just one of those things where, on equal rubber, you got to be three tenths faster to go on the outside, and that's a big order. Yeah, when the field's spread out, like you know, the probably in practice, I'm going to say probably the top 35 will be within you know a te- two tenths. So,
2: mm. Mm, interesting
1: got to be a little bit more confidence knowing that you've been one of the only guys that have been
0: able to rip the top. It seems like all year. I know it's been tough and you haven't been able to do it like you were maybe last year, but going into this year, I feel like we've been able to see you the 21 selling t-shirts and everyone else. T-shirt sales are way down. Jeff Taylor. Well, Jeff Taylor. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, that was, that was impressive. <laughs>
2: he, he was in the parking lot making passes. Some, yeah. I don't know how the fuck you did that. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I think it's, it's weird. Cause when I raced my own car at Oxford, we were really good. We always ran good. Um, and I was a catfish. Like <laughs> I mean, I can run lower than everybody on the backstretch, and I just yeah, just work your way under them.
3: That go kart track on the backstretch has the most grip on the entire <laughs> race. Track. Yeah, I fucking passed a lot of cars down there.
1: Um, but like when Which I, I start...
3: actually I showed Dad the video of you and DJ the other night, I was like look, DJ's running my groove
1: <laughs> <laughs> down in the infield. Um, but like since I started driving that twenty one car, it's just it see it just goes good on the outside i I remember
3: we there was the year you and cassius were battling for the lead and mulkern was out in the third groove passing both of you (laughs) while waving and i remember you saying like i you couldn't pay me enough money to run that high out there (laughs) and now that's where you run
1: yeah it's i mean it's fun ripping the top especially when there's nobody up there um i mean i always liked b charge because when they put that stuff on the track everybody hated it but i thought it was so much fun to i mean it sucked when you got a yellow like Twenty to go in a pass race, and you had to restart on the bottom. It was yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm finishing second. <laughs> so, so what?
2: What has been different lately? Then why? Why is that all of a sudden just the, everybody's on the bottom? Because Oxford, I feel like, has always been that racetrack where you're watching them go four or five wide, and it, it's not a problem. Then everybody's you know running, you know, somewhat relative to each other. But now everybody's just woodpeckering the fuck out of each other on the bottom. What? What was that? Why? What?
1: What? What happened? I wish I could tell you. Yeah. I mean, it's just no grip. I mean, it's like racing on ice. I mean, Saturday night, like, the second groove was pretty good. Like, it was good enough that you could, you know, hold the guy tight. So, when he got on the... Like, the problem with running the bottom at Oxford is a lot of guys got to stop to stay on the curb. So, you could hold him down and, you know, get pretty decent drive. But it's, like, the second groove all year for me. And, like, always has been. Like, the middle, the actual two groove is, like, ice. And, like... Even the last couple of years, like I the only groove I could rip on the top was like the fourth groove and just let it let it eat, mm. but it you know. always
3: seemed like to me no, I haven't raced the super league model for five years now, but it always seemed like back when I was racing that the groove naturally widened out on its own as the race went on. We'd all start on the bottom, but by thirty forty fifty laps guys would start moving up. Doesn't seem like that's happening,
1: no, I think it was. It's it has to be something with the tires, whether how they're wearing. Because um, yeah, they're not
3: they're not wearing out at all. From is, what it a I is it a different rubber? Are we talking? Uh, probably, but who knows? Like I, I remember they say the, it's the same,
1: but it's
2: not.
3: The left side tires that we were running back when I was running, you'd kill the left rear every night. And I have helped Rusty a couple times in the last couple of years, and I've noticed the left rear is not even half worn out.
1: Yeah, it's just it's uh like I think before that when the tires wore out, everybody got they built tight as the run would go on so you know just naturally it makes you want to move up yeah um whereas now it's you just you have zero drive off so you might as well just stop and <laughs> stay on the bottom because it doesn't matter whether you run the second groove or not you're gonna have no bite anywhere so 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 looking ahead two weeks now i
2: mean put yourself in it or not what's the, what's the who's on the who's on the front stretch at the end of the night on sunday at the 250 top three uh-huh
3: he wants to pick himself, but he doesn't want to sound like a dickhead to pick himself. That's that was a real fun. loaded question. He's, he's, got, he's kind of got that's it. That's why you put him on the spot. You just, that's why you got
0: to word it just as like, who do you think's your stiffest competition? No,
2: no, who's the top three?
1: <laughs> um, ah, it's so hard to tell because uh, just every A lot of it comes down to luck. Um, how you know how the pit stop? There's always that big wreck right after everybody gets tires. Oh.
3: That's something that doesn't get talked about enough, is the annual 250 big one. Because there always is a big one in the 250.
1: Yeah, last year it was right at the front, <laughs> yeah. and that took out Eddie. And oh, yeah.
2: Spe- Speaking of the big one, what the fuck happened with the lineup on Saturday? You guys were on lab half, and motherfuckers between 15th and 20th couldn't figure out where the fuck
1: they needed to go. Because it... So, <laughs> the thing about pass is... Everybody races the, back to the line, and they're yeah. like,
2: "Oh, I just picked up forty-seven so, spots." It's like, no, no. So you're, you're I so you're, loved that. That's <laughs> the best way to score a race. Ever. I got snuckered on that at Hickory because oh. I didn't know what
1: the
3: fuck I was doing yet, and yeah, that's yeah. how I used to gain spots was idiots like you that didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, I, I would say that'd probably be a lot of it. Just. uh Guys, not slowing down for cautions or stopping. I was one of those guys. I stopped. I damn near came to a stop before the start finish line because I wanted Barker to pass me, so I'd start on the bottom. <laughs> and he knew he knew exactly what I was doing because we were about three wide, going about ten miles an hour, and we crossed the line.
4: <laughs>
1: but like, so it's not as bad when you're running up front. Like, you can't get away with that. I got bagged for it pretty bad a couple years ago. Did you get um, a pee slap? Yeah. Five hundred dollars fun. Uh, it was more than that. <laughs> um, but it's a uh, what's a good way to put it? It's like COVID in the back. It's just you know you get from about fifteenth to thirtieth, and it is a free for all. You like nobody's I mean, paying attention. God no, and like the, the, <laughs> like they're paying attention to the top ten. Like yeah, yeah, so you know, it. I mean there was a couple of races up there that. Uh, there was a car in the 20s. I'm not going to say who, but... Uh, what number are we was talking the number. <laughs> no, no, that gives it away way too easy. Big fan of the show in the 20s. The 20s. I think
4: that Did he, been, is he is actually it, a big fan of the <laughs> that show?
1: That or or Star is Star that irony? <laughs> I'll let you figure that one out. But anyways, he... Is it, uh, is it the color of a particular
2: fruit that also is the name of the fruit? And or vegetable? <laughs> uh,
3: it, possibly. But uh, yeah, so that... Yeah. Bob pick me. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the car that almost ran me over in the infield last year during the two fifty.
4: Is, uh,
2: is it in between is it more than twenty two and less than twenty four?
3: Uh, that's the fun little thing we like. To do. Bubba, I don't <laughs> think I don't think Joey wants to play our game. Bubba Wallace.
4: <laughs> yeah, same guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, Michael uh, Jordan. Kenny Kenny, yeah. uh, Kenny
3: Wallace back in the day. <laughs> back in Nam, yeah.
1: Yeah, the stacker two car.
3: That's right. Anyways, that guy. <laughs> yeah, so that, <laughs> they,
1: they, I'm pretty sure he gained, like, 10 spots one one race. So, like, we were probably, you know, right around 10th. And yellow came out, and everybody's checking up. And here, the third groove. But apparently, you know, we were still going for it. And he made up some spots.
3: Yeah, I flat called him out on Facebook, like, back when I was running for doing that. I, it was one of those races. It was an absolute shit show. And I said, uh, shout out to the 23, maybe for uh g- <laughs> for gaining more spots under yellow than he did under green all day today <laughs> nothing specific though right
1: <laughs> mark Brackett loves when we make fun of him so shout out mark Brackett. <laughs> so uh speaking of that the pass race i won at oxford i should have restarted second um but but johnny clark really wanted to be on the front row so have at it <laughs> <laughs> You were just being
3: extra safe and lifting for the yellow, and he wasn't. Yeah,
1: I mean, I wasn't racing back; I was slowing down. No, it's not that. And, uh, I, I, I Safety mean, first in automobile <laughs> racing, says Joey Dwyer. I mean, <laughs> going back at it, like I just—it was one. Of, it was that race I really just needed to restart third because uh, I should have been in the lead pretty much the whole race, but. Stuff happens throughout the race. And Is that so. the one where cooks and
3: punted you out of the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Max listens. So I don't mind saying it. Bob with
2: the softball. <laughs> uh, and it's out of here. <laughs>
1: nah, I, I, I don't mind Max. I think he's doing a hell of a job. And, you know. But
3: what the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> he but, was going to the front. Uh-huh. He was. Uh, uh, I don't know. We were. I remember, we were looked, still like 40, I remember that happened. Still I looked too at much. Brad.
2: I was like. There, there are two motherfuckers. You do not do that to, and that would be you and Johnny Clark. And
1: <laughs> God damn it, did he do that? <laughs> and then, I mean, like looking back, I hate how it turned out for him because he should have finished third yeah. or second. He yeah. probably should have finished second. Um, and I, I mean, I hate it that they got spun out. Um, it's just uh, one of those things. I mean, should happen. So. It, it gets done to
2: you though. You, you that happens to you, and you're like no. And then you obviously you return the favor and
1: oh, i never touched him
2: well I, well you you were to the bottom first the next time
4: yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. <laughs> well
1: no i just it worked out how i thought like i thought he was gonna you know try to protect johnny and the best car was behind him in, in the race so you can't leave the you can only block one lane yeah, yeah. You can't block both yeah
2: unless you're sideways and well then he was so uh <laughs> uh so yeah you, you never answered my question though who's the top three in the 250 sunday night
3: could be Monday if it rains. Maybe. Oh, let's, not do that. let's not do that. I can't take Tuesday off, too. I got a big golf tournament on Monday.
1: Uh, uh, who, who do you think is going to be the
0: top
2: No, three? no, no. I asked you. I asked you. No, I, that's
0: a fair question. Let's just go around the room.
2: Starting with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> top three. Gonna, Joey and DJ Shaw, Jeremy Wharf. Uh, oh, shit. That,
4: I, should, I shouldn't oppose that <laughs> question. No, you're up, Brad.
3: Uh... <laughs> He's right,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, he is very right. Uh, I hate when he's right because it doesn't happen that often. Uh, well, Joey DeWyron, Trevor Sanborn, and... Oh, yeah. uh,
1: uh
3: Kirk Gary. Kurt Cash is Joey.
1: Gabe Brown. That's one. Seth Holbrook. Is Seth driving something? Nope. Seth is going to be making the calls. <laughs> yeah. So
3: That's very smart. A lot of people know that. Uh, Actually, probably a lot of people do know that, but... I feel like he gets paid because people know that. Yeah, he's very smart.
1: <laughs> there's going to be a weekly car. Oh, Calvin Rose top three.
3: No, it's not that. <laughs> Curtis. It, it it actually, actually, Curtis a weekly car. Actually, yeah. yeah. I feel like that doesn't count though. Like he no. don't sleep I on mean, Calvin Rose. Cookson will obviously be fast, but like we've said a million times already, there's just so much that race and you know max doesn't have the experience that a lot of other guys have i so. mean he
0: had a golden horseshoe shoved up his arse at the beginning of the year but i don't know that it's still up there
3: i think it's dislodged
1: why why do they
3: hate him so much up there i don't know because he's new and he's fast
1: yeah he, he's new I, he's fast nobody he's likes aggressive. the new kid being fast because
3: his sister's cooler
2: i don't know did you did you hear spencer on the every time one? yeah the, the time. cooks and everybody actually likes down at the bar that's meg not max <laughs> every, like every, every time. single like, week jesus christ yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, Max loves that. <laughs> yeah,
4: because
0: whether people actually don't like him so or not, you... it paints him into the category that everyone hates him, and then pe- more
3: people just. Joey keeps him. keeps stalling on these picks. Yeah, so he, uh, I'm he, waiting we for have Gabe Brown. I'm waiting for him to just say like Michael Scorzelli and <laughs> <laughs> the 43.
1: <laughs> oh. oh my god! Weapon of the week. Oh, it's so hard to you know. I guess I'll pick myself. Yeah, that's two. Um wait, are you second? Are yeah, you, you just winning or? or second. Uh not putting him in order. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabe Brown, yourself,
2: and who are on the podium? DJ. DJ. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. I should that. have been on
0: the podium this week. Well, actually Ben Ashley Didn't he finish second? He did. Yeah, okay. He did. Fine. Only yeah, he was...
2: Only Podiums, podium pals presented by Only Podiums.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That he was got Ashland a lot of those and was really good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so he's say, very sweaty in his picture. <laughs> it's who's like this? Ben and Gabe. Like, they both sweat through their fire suits.
1: That's that a Dude, there's plug. no air in those things. Don't you remember? Yeah,
3: but DJ, DJ looks like he just drove 25
1: laps. Yeah, because he's got, you know, that like, $5,000 helmet blower. <laughs> I say, he's got <laughs> that
3: bougie-ass fucking...
2: He's got everything in that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: Maybe. Could be.
2: <laughs> no, he does
0: <laughs> So So, I'm sure we had similar reactions, but where were you... Um, and how? I don't know. I guess how was it when you found out the Beechridge was sold? Oh, that was man. obviously like That's your home question. track. yeah, Brad, well done. Well, thank you. That's like That's the one question. thing I had in my notes. <laughs> I said sorry. I jinxed you. Where were you when you found out Beechridge was sold? Which I didn't. <laughs> know, like maybe uh, right where track, were
3: you but... when the world? <laughs> and do you still want to turning.
0: drive
2: a limited?
1: <laughs> Ironic that it also happened on. September no, I do not left. want to drive a limited <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not want to drive a limited or modified.
0: Oh, yeah, and then the second
1: thing. Oh, yeah, you tried the, that last year. The <laughs> second, second or third yeah. thing I had on my list was MRS race last year. Oh. <laughs> um, so Beach Ridge, I think we were racing, if I remember right. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't remember. But all I knew was uh, when they said they were going to do that one last race, it, I felt like we really had to go and be there and support it all. And Yeah, just – it was uh, – I, I went there thinking I was going to run, like, 12th because – my own car had been terrible at Beach in the lot for the last, like, three or four years, and uh, we hadn't been competitive at all. And then, oh, uh, they decided to bring, like, the hardest tires a ever plastic made. tire <laughs> <laughs> to the races, <laughs> like the same thing that you'd find on, like, a Hot Wheels. <laughs> and it was like, huh, maybe I don't need to have a good going car. I can just, you know, be smoother on the gas than everybody Melted else. Melt it less than everyone else, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so, no modifieds? Not a fan? Uh,
1: I had fun at the tracks I like. But? Uh eh. man, there are some weapons. I remember you. Weapons. <laughs> like, I, fi- I feel like if you're a weapon, you drive a modified. Uh, well, I, there is I, feel like, I feel like MRS is
3: the granite state of modified. Oh, no,
1: I went to a tri-track race. Oh, I yeah, he was at the Haunted
3: 100 at Seekonk. That we with went. my four-cylinder
1: modified. Well, MRS is JV, more or less, yeah, it's right? Junior
3: Varsity. Yeah. That's why I uh, shit on Rusty so bad. He won a half of a JV race. <laughs> How many- and he didn't
1: pass a single car all day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I remember you came up to both Rusty and I in the
2: pits after he finished fucking 11-3rd in the first race, and you're like, you sandbagging
3: motherfucker. Were you in that race too? <laughs> yes, no, he was. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so
2: I Rusty <laughs> nails the fucking redraw. He's pole of the second race is like he was no, out, out. he
3: was outside pole. He passed an SK was modified he? for the was lead on the initial start. <laughs> start. Yeah, so like hey, it might have been an
2: SK light. We were <laughs> to be fair, but if Russell, I'll give Russell credit. He did do a good job in that race.
1: The guy ran the fast lap. So he did. Yeah, I'll be, he did. I, I mean, he had like he had three times more tired than everybody. Yeah, this
3: on. is the official podcast of
1: making fun of our friends. Yes. Yeah. So um... if
3: we didn't shit on any,
2: if if we're not shitting on you, then that means we don't like you. Or we really don't like you. Well, there's a fine line. <laughs> um,
0: there's only like a, a there's very few that we talk shit about that we actually mean it. Very few. Like uh, like Joey I mean, Logano
2: is in that category. Yeah, I don't think he's concerned with our opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a small group. You're not in it, Joey. If you're. <laughs> no. if, if, yeah, uh, I'll just. So no modifieds though.
1: Nah, I no. mean nah. That guy I was nah. Driving. I mean nah. <laughs> um the i was gonna say the guy that
3: owned the car yeah
1: yeah the guy who owned the car he sold it um right pearson he sold all his stuff so that is tough to drive a car that doesn't exist yeah Yeah, so (laughs) i mean i had a lot of fun at oxford and if i could have you know replayed that race i probably win by half a lap i had way too much tire left um and anthony is really good at placing his car where you can't pass unless you just want to you know Go full modified. Yeah, and I was <laughs> not prepared to go full modified. I was like, I'm not going to flip over or like <laughs> absolutely junk him. Like, yeah, so it was uh, disappointing on how it, sh- you know, shook out at the end of the race. Um, but You guys almost got overlapped by an
3: SK light until some people ran onto the racetrack in the two-turn and brought out a yellow. Did you know that? Oh, really?
4: Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. I forgot that that happened. That did
3: happen. Yeah. we were We were all in the turn one bar and, like... There's, there's people like right <laughs> – the, almost they were walking up to the track. Was, like, was the this, was this, this one, when the bar was open or was this still BYOB? <laughs> no, the bar, bar was open. Oh, okay. And well. uh, these people – somehow there's the gate behind the bar. They walked from the camping area through that and just started walking onto the track, and they went yellow, and
1: I think that was the only yellow of the race. No, they had a yellow at the end because I got spun out Okay, well, on the restart. Yep. But, yeah, no, I mean, I always like, like – saving my tires and stuff like that. like i like doing that so the mrs deal with the tires being so soft was pretty fun um especially at oxford because i know like everybody hates oxford and shits on oxford but oxford's my favorite track and if it was an hour closer to me i'd race there every week um well you're in the minority there yeah no why why is that it's just i don't know it's just one of those places i mean (laughs) uh it's the great
3: value beatridge I think it comes and goes with how you run there because, like, my first three races at Oxford, I finished, like, eighth, fourth, and fifth in pass races, and I was like, I fucking love this place. I'm going to win the 250 this year, and then I never ran that good there ever again and hated it by the time I was done, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, Oxford and Lee and Star are my three tracks I like the most. Well, so. uh,
2: kind of going off of what you said, though, you have you've, you've figured out how to do the, the tire-saving deal but still not suck in the process. In Oxford I feel is a very finesse racetrack it's very flat it's not a lot of grip you gotta kind of have all your hands and feet and everything coordinated to make sure that you have a race car left at the end whereas you have other racetracks that are super high bank you just fired in the corner and it sticks and then you're ready to go back down the other way and, and Oxford very much is not like that which I
1: feel suits your style is that yeah way to say that yeah I feel like I'm not that flashy yeah. that's why I don't go back to Thunder Road fair enough because they I won when it wasn't paved and now I feel like it's just mash the gas and hope for the best. <laughs> but we do go good at White Mountain, so I guess. So you've threat. won forty-five races at White Mountain. I feel like <laughs> they have two races in one night. Joey's like, I'm just gonna win both of them. Yeah, that was. I've only ever won them two days at White Mountain. <laughs> Three races, two days. <laughs> kind of like that video back in the day.
2: So, uh, so moving forward past the 250, all this stuff. What's the what's the five, 10, 15 ten, fifteen-year plan for Joey the Iron? Uh, so keep dick stomping everybody or what <laughs> I
1: mean just keep racing having fun I mean I like what I do and uh, I mean my kid will be pretty my boy will be pretty old by then and He'll definitely want to race. He's all about it now. We get go-karts or what? Oh, probably. We already got a go-kart. Well, no, I that is true. A, I, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was
3: waiting for this to end so we could segue. Let's talk a little bit about your your card owner days back when we all used to go <laughs> six wide in your Ford F-150 with the go-kart in the bed of the pickup, and we would go to either Oxford or Richmond or even the indoor shows and just cause absolute hate and discontent
1: everywhere <laughs> we went. Uh, the indoors was fun. That was really the only, like looking back at it, that was the only type of go-karting i wish i had ever done <laughs> like i think they should race indoors in the middle of the summer <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's so expensive but it's there's oh, well, those were like some that. of the greatest go-kart days though i agree i and i just
3: recall i think we went to richmond once and we damn near killed barker he ended up cartwheeling and landed on top of the chain link fence Oh, i was
1: doing freiburg fair things so you park. weren't even there that day nope i was trying to be a good boyfriend how'd that work out <laughs> Uh, me and joey are laughing pretty hard at
3: that one um then we went to oxford we had evan boyer in it and i remember we pissed off all the regulars that night i think i think we won that night though too
1: yeah then barker had a go-kart that we went to bartlett bridge a few times with no cage yeah he was he it was devon's and he's like ah i got this animal motor from dj we can use (laughs) so i was like all right let's bring it down like because he was working for me at the time and uh, we worked on it after work, and we went up there, and he's like, ah, I'm not racing. No cage. I'm like, well, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> he's like, oh, you drive it. And I'm like, eh, there's only like five cars. So I'll be all right. Yeah, we gave you the Viagra Fire suit that night. Yep. Yeah. like <laughs> I hasn't that, worn yeah. that fucking thing at this point? <laughs> I couldn't zip it all the way because my gut, but that's why the go-kart career had to end because I was too fat. Because, so fast forward now my stepdaughter has a go-kart she's racing at bartlett and this winter i'm like i really should buy her champ i know she'll suck at the uh at bartlett but then i could go race indoors because i'll have a champ (laughs) (laughs) but then you know can't uh, yeah can't be selfish so (laughs) we we didn't do that (laughs) but the thought crossed your mind though. (laughs) yeah if i mean if i if i was like 35 pounds lighter i'd definitely think about it but you Those fucking guys what's are like the, 120 pounds. Oh, that's brutal. Just
0: wear a couple of trash bags during the 250. Yeah. So yeah. What, what, you might what, not make it all the what, 250 last, but you'll lose I might be dead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what's the threshold of too
3: fat for go karts? Like realistically, like 160? Yeah. I've but, lost just enough weight where I started to consider buying a champ card, and I'm like, nope, 190 is still too big for indoor <laughs> racing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially like the serious indoor racing.
4: Yeah, I mean, you if you go
3: they, to Atlantic City and you need to build a champ car with ninety-one percent left side weight, and it's pretty hard to get that when <laughs> the overall weight's three eighty and two hundred of
4: it's in <laughs> the center of the go kart.
3: Oh
2: <laughs> uh, fuck! So I, I think this is this has been obviously very very good, and and obviously we, we want you to stick around here. But the one question I do love to ask everybody is what? Why do you have to be at the racetrack every week? What is uh, it that brings Joey Dwyer
1: into the racetrack? Because I hate money. And love working uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh probably the people. Like I mean, it, you know, I think everybody it's the, the people more than anything, you know. You you meet a lot of pe- great people. I mean you
4: it's like eighty twenty.
1: Yeah. Eighty good. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but no, for the most part I'd say everybody, you know, it, it's like a small family and you know, what ninety percent of the people would get you know, give them their shirt off your back if it uh if they needed to.
4: I like that.
3: Like that.
1: The so, one question 80/20. I got for you that I don't know if you remember, maybe I'm
3: misremembering this, but we were eight years old. It was sleepover weekend at Beatridge in the go-karts. Oh boy. Was it you or Tyler Jordan that drove your bike straight into the front stretch wall and bounced your head off the wall? That was Tyler. So, it? so that was me. Yeah, okay. Oh. But, I so, <laughs> but,
1: do you also remember me driving the golf cart straight through Andy's picket fence <laughs> on the back stretch where they used to keep the ambulance?
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't until you said it, but now I do. Now that you say that, I remember that clear as day. I don't know why I remember the bicycle incident so vividly, but we were ripping around pedal bikes, and when they used to have the opening in the front stretch wall, we were, like, ripping up and, like, jumping the ramp into the grandstands, and I don't know if he, like, looked over his shoulder to see if we were behind you or not, but you missed the opening. Oh, yeah, straight (laughs) into the concrete wall. (laughs) bounced your face off the wall uh, <laughs> and to the ground yeah. you go we're like oh shit he's dead
2: but my favorite i don't i couldn't tell you who the fuck it was but my favorite go-kart thing from beatridge looking back that's like fucking hilarious is somebody coming off a two or the i guess it would have been two on the go-kart track so it's four of the big track somebody hopped wheels with somebody and they had the big tractor tires on the front stretch wall to the big track right Somebody hopped tires, and this was a wa- like a ways off from the go-kart track, but somebody hopped tires, and they took a fucking hard right off the go-kart track, and they stuffed it in the tire, and it fit perfectly <laughs> in, in the tractor tire. And I don't remember who the fuck that was, um, but the my only, really, Joey, other than you kicking my fucking ass every week, was um, the, my Joey Do Iron experience was when we had to run the Noram clutches, where it was like the, the spring, those heavy, those shoe heavy fucking yeah. shoe deals. You and your father came up with this because JBJ Machine is a machine shop, much like Timon's machine, right? Do you guys steal each other's business or what? No, they're more stuff. fabrication. Yeah. No, we no have welding. like we have like a couple machines. They have like a fully <laughs> like fledged machine shop. Um, you guys had made this that the uh, I guess the basket with like grooves in it, and it was like the coolest thing that could ever be a thing ever. And we bought one, and we were using it, and then we went to a uh, box shop speedway, and they're like, oh my god, what is that witchcraft? We can't have that on a racetrack. I'm like, it's it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, they just... purposely
3: had us running $12
1: clutches so that you couldn't <laughs> do any <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> uh, I remember my dad, he made a, uh, it was when the animal motors came out, and they had the air cleaner off the side, and he made it like a Ram, like a funny car. <laughs> so it would just, like, all the air would just get it, hit it and then suck into the motor, and uh, Joe didn't know. Like I was just, that, that was, that was a, no. That was uh That was a big no no. no, he made that and it showed up with it and then he was like we ran one practice and he's like, Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> uh, my go kart memory from you is when that time oh, you boy. tried out the go kart. The my first ever? Yeah. And I hit the
3: ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how we all. Uh, well, that was that was Charlie's introduction to go karting. Was we, he smoked the ambulance and knocked himself the fuck out? <laughs> Still raced that night though. You, th- I was
2: seven years old, <laughs> and that was. Such a hard fucking hit, and I was going. We were going maybe what twenty five, something like that, thirty. Because wasn't somebody
1: was like in front of
2: you? Yeah, like, Aaron, Aaron Ricker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we show up, and I'm again. We, we were only there because I had saved up enough bottles and cans to buy a go kart to even be there, and we showed up in an old, used, beat up fucking work van, and then we we're showing up to like park next to people that have like trailers, and we're like. Oh my god, we're like racing, racing. So, like, a, a, somebody having a trailer was like a big deal. I'm like, we we don't belong here. So I go out there, and they send Aaron Rickrow who at the time had won.
3: He was the guy in
2: every our class race. that year. It was him and Aaron, or or him and Josh Cantareed would finish one, two every single race. Not, then and there was like twice a year era. Josh would win.
3: Josh was actually, if it wasn't for me, he actually probably would have been the slowest one in the class because him and I usually brought up the rear. He got good at the end of the year. But it was Aaron and Tucker Miller, Bradley, yeah. Joey. They were like the guys. So, so we show up partway through the season, two thousand one, and
2: they're like, "We're just gonna send you out there for a couple laps. You know, we're, we're gonna send this kid out there. His name's Aaron." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, it's Aaron Ricker, sa- same guy. He's a prick and he'll bully you because he <laughs> did me all year that year. <laughs> so he's out there, and I didn't. I didn't realize it, but we're just." fucking around fucking not doing anything i'm like well, i want to go i'm a fucking race car driver and i fucking i hit him in the ass and before i knew my asshole from my elbow he had done a full lap was coming back to lap me was behind me and i i think i'm fucking jeff gordon i look over my shoulder trying to see where he is and while i'm looking over <laughs> my shoulder i also fucking turned turn right because i'm looking over my right shoulder and before i knew it i was in the passenger <laughs> seat of that fucking ambulance
3: well the ambulance didn't have to go far and, Check uh, out.
2: uh to this day, ambulances are undefeated against ultramax Blaze Octanes. <laughs> I fucking smoked that thing so hard. Before I knew it, I think your father, Danny Curlew, fucking my dad, your dad probably was over there like, are you all right? I was like, who the fuck are you people? <laughs> and there was about four rolls of duct tape holding my fucking go-kart together on our brand new body that I had just spent fucking all of
1: $4 in spray paint on getting ready. And it was a time. I mean, at least you shot the opening. That was, like, the most impressive thing is you shot the opening, missed those giant trash cans that Andy loved to fill with cement.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. I hit one of those in my Mad Bomber later on in life. <laughs> what was the point of those? <laughs> to kill people, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh-huh. Yeah, no, I hit hit really fucking hard. I mean, for, like, a track with not a wall all the way around it, that place was pretty unsafe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not to to mention the cracks in the backstretch that might as well have fucking eaten go-karts. They were just craters down there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so for those that don't know, the Beechridge go-kart track was you'd get to, like, the real flat, like, start-finish line, hang a left, go through the infield, go down pit road backwards. But the backstretch, like, kind of, like, turned right. Yeah. So you had to, like, chase the guardrail right and then turn left and go back out onto the big track. But one
2: and two was actually straight. Yeah, it was. Like it a, was
3: yeah. And they had these, like, foot-tall curbs that you could really <laughs> run a motherfucker right over them, and they'd bike up on two wheels, and you'd pass them. That
2: was very convenient. <laughs> and, and the drop-off from the pavement to the grass was about six inches. <laughs> yeah. So if you tried and to, like, were, lay a wheel uh, down, you were scraping your whole fucking ass across the And ass, if you the
3: went asphalt. to the left of the curb in turn two, you would hit a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all end up in the
1: tree one. <laughs> oh, yeah. the,
3: the, the bottom like, two feet of that tree never grew branches because it always got to hit my go-karts.
2: <laughs> or if, you, if something happened in turn one and you had to go straight, the option was either go rifle it down pit road where all the go-karts are or hopefully make the corner. And if you didn't make the corner, you're hitting the sand bank that holds full-size race cars on the racetrack and you were dukes of hazarding it into the infield.
3: <laughs> yeah, so we, we all pitted... On turn one of the big track, and I remember multiple kids would come in with no brakes. Oh, yeah. And they're just, look out! (laughs) (laughs) And parents are fucking hammered down through the pits. Big Dan Curlew's on the back of somebody's go-kart, shoes just go... He's trying to grind them to a halt, because some little eight-year-old come in the pits wide open with no brakes.
1: Speaking of that, like, so I didn't do a lot of bartletting much, and like this year... I've never seen people drive to their freaking pits like they do there. That's,
3: that's coming to an end. Yeah. Starting yeah. next week. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's coming to a strict point. I mean, and like,
1: in the driver's meeting this week. They're like, yeah, no more. No more like, of that. I mean, it's like six-year-old kids and they're, you know, all of fucking 10 miles an hour through the pits, but, like, they can't even see where they're going. Yeah. And, yeah. they Not only can
0: they
2: not see where they're going, they have no idea where they're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it until Eddie said that in the driver's meeting. And I'm, I'm looking back. I was like, Matter of fact, I don't know that I've ever seen go-karts drive never, anywhere never other ever, than the racetrack. Anywhere. You could never do <laughs> it. It was, it was one of those things I never thought of because like Bartlett is Bartlett is Bartlett. And then he said that. I was like motherfucker that shit is dangerous and I've been here for like three years uh, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he said it he's like
0: think about it guys he's like there's no other place around that you can drive through the pits and I'm like well f- fuck if I know I'm like everyone's gonna be pissed though like the fact that they've been able to do this for the last four years and no one really said anything everyone's
3: just like well, yeah, yes there, sir we I understand. think there was
2: a rule and then they enforce it like half a time and they're like you yeah, know it's fine and well then- when
3: I was racing over there I never drove through the pits anyway because the rocks would just rip the chain off every time anyway so if I had it my way it's like let us just carry our go-karts right onto the race. I don't need to drive even on the access road. That'll
1: but. No, be but get like, little Billy there that just wide open to the pits. And, <laughs> little, like, his dad, fuck face, his dad is sitting, uh, you know, where the kids come off the track, and he's like, yeah, no, Dad, I'm going to the pits.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like we said, that's coming to an end. So. <laughs> all, all I did my whole life
0: growing up was beg my parents to get me into go-karting at Beatrice, and it sounds like I would have a lot more head trauma
3: if they actually followed through with it, so. Yeah, and a
1: hell of a lot less money because
3: it was really expensive. The amount of times you just get stove-up racing go-karts for no reason. Like, if the go-karts hopped, you would have broken ribs for no reason. Just because your go-kart was too tight on entry. Every
2: single week, my entire right-side rib cage was fucking black and blue in the inside of my right knee from slamming into the fucking... bang
3: your elbow off the engine because you raced
2: with your right elbow on the head of the engine. Yeah, you had everybody that was required to wear an elbow pad on their right side a because it would either get sucked into the clutch or two you're slamming it off the engine as you're wheel hopping it just by yourself you're not even touching anybody else through the flat ass to high banked to cracked racetrack
3: that beatridge go-kart track produced a lot of good race car drivers though (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then us yeah and then then there was then there was us Um, i mean
2: joey's pretty good yeah well well Speaking of that, anyway, you you had a hell of a weekend. We've been over that, Bob. Bob, we've we also had our weekends, right? Uh, yeah. Did you, you you flappy birded? Correct.
3: Yeah, I finished second.
2: Was there any more fupa grabbing and yelling, or anything, or just the second place?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just the second. It seems like just the second, <laughs> huh? That's it. I got accused of saying a lot of things on last week's show that either didn't happen or got severely twisted. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Just a reminder to anybody out there you can listen to shows whenever you want, and you can also rewind. So the fact that things may have gotten misheard last week are quite uh, irritating.
2: And, and other than paying for maybe the streaming service, they're free. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that, you can literally, literally listen free. to our show for free. If you ever think... If you have to pay to listen to our show, you, you, you fuck something up real bad. <laughs> and please let us know well, who you're paying money to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually,
3: we really appreciate when you pay for our Patreon. To yes. Listen. Well, that's well, different. The, Patreon, but...
0: the Patreon's completely different. I mean, like the actual show that we come out with each week, I don't know who you've been giving money to, but... Send it our way instead. Um, we do actually. Speaking of that, have some Patreon questions. Uh, I, I would just like to. Uh, you're, you're more what... than welcome to partake, Joey. Yeah, here. yeah. So just another quick shout out to uh, the Natural Designs are sponsoring the Road of the 250 Interview Series. Contact uh, Timmy Salamito for uh, for any any wraps you might need on a on a motorized vehicle F- fleet graphics, decals, screen printing, embroidery, and uh, any branding you need. Six three one three eight three one nine one eight. That is Natural Designs. Timmy Salamito, great friend of the program. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by Barth Brothers Racing. So look, oh, shit. Look look, look look, for the 44 and the 37 Sling
2: Bomber, the BFP Ridge Runner so, at uh, Oxford. So in, in addition to sponsoring and... the show, the 37 is also an only podium, podium we we'll po- I'm just saying. Christ, I'm just, we'll just saying. get there. Uh, all right. So Kristen Wilson Smith says, what kind of sauce do you like with your chicken fingers? Joey, you're
0: up.
1: I'm Joey's fine. a big chicken finger guy. <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> and, and if it's a good chicken finger, it shouldn't need sauce. Are we ta- I agree. Oh, 110%. True. Whoa, that's Whoa. pretty true.
3: One hundred and ten percent. That's
2: blasphemy. You, are you talking regular barbecue or honey barbecue? Anything specific? Like- sweet baby rays. Ooh yeah. The you sauce just, is the do boss. Do you always have a bottle on you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> sauce is I the just,
0: boss. Uh, just a bottle in the back pocket. I've you always, always. You always stay strapped. I've always. <laughs> you know, I keep that <laughs> motherfucking thing on me. It's got a nice little
3: whatever where, where a gun should go, but it's just a sweet baby ray sauce bottle.
2: I like a I like a ranch or a honey mustard.
3: Yeah, ranch and buffalo, but I uh, echo what Joey said. If a, ranch. If it's together. a good chicken finger, it doesn't need something. You just go dry, huh? Yeah,
2: really. Yeah, no
0: lube. No, are you a dry, Sand, anybody anybody dry rub here? I, I I do every once in a while. It should I'll, be wet inside. Th- well, we're still talking about chicken, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: If you if you <laughs> cooked it too much, it's probably going to be pretty dry inside. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, um, what, Joey, be, best tendy tally that you've been to at a racetrack. Who has the best attendees?
1: Spud Speedway. Oh fuck! I never sputted before. We'll take your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, this was like n- not recently. So on a one to 10 tally- well, How'd that day go for you? Oh, uh, not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> tenders were good though. Uh, yeah, it was about the highlight
2: of the weekend. <laughs> so a one to ten scale. What's the Joey Iron Tenny tally from Spud Speedway? It's... Oh, probably like seven and a half. Oh, and how long are we talking? When
0: when, when did you have
2: these these tenders?
1: Twenty ten.
4: Holy Ooh. fuck. That's a so, that's well. An okay, score. so how the, how the so rest second?
1: Of the day go? Oh, not good. Blew up and then got hit by a guy that had like a Bush North car that was like a half a lap behind. <laughs> it was
3: like, it was a legitimate Ford Thunderbird
1: with like a metal body. Oh yeah, and it like, that's holy awesome. shit. It didn't. There was no fiberglass blowing apart. Only mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that dude that fucking what that's did tough. It, like like the the, the kill dozer dude just
2: buzzing. Yeah, right Marvin Marvin Heemeyer had a short super late <laughs> model
3: career for one day in in fucking Caribou, Maine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oddly specific I c- sentence. <laughs> I,
3: cannot, I cannot believe you actually knew that dude's name. Yeah, I, well, I watched that documentary when we went to Hickory two years ago on the plane. I was all in on that guy. Yeah, I mean, I... That I, guy was an absolute space cadet. Did he but, kill anyone? Uh, himself. Yeah, oh, oh. I was say <laughs> At, <laughs> At least one <laughs> Oh then Perfect. Yeah, I absolutely stand with everything he did.
0: Yeah, it was a half-hand. He destroyed
3: a bunch of people's shit and then himself. Yeah, he tried to stand up for
0: the government. Then all he did was kill himself. I love that. So uh, so what's the <laughs>
2: recommended sauce from B-Sauce on attendee?
0: Oh, well, I mean, I've always been a big proponent of Sweet Baby Rays because it does say sauce is the boss on the fake, like, But I that's just like because of a, my name. I feel like you're a sweet a and sour guy. I'm a sweet and sour guy there, if it's yeah. given in like a little pet. Because you don't really get s- sweet baby rays like in the small doohickeys at the racetrack. Stafford Speedway still P1 right now in the 10 tallies. I feel like a Ken's is usually, they make like a good sauce. Of, like, a, like a Ken's? I don't know who Ken is, but same Barbie's? Right. Yeah, same, guy. same yeah. guy.
2: Yeah. Next question.
0: Um, Scott Fowler said Is the Kool Aid man the glass or the liquid?
2: what the fuck
3: oh yeah <laughs> correct he must be finding these questions somewhere you, you, you know that I he's did the glass <clears throat> I did put it in Kool-Aid. here that he's Joey... the liquid no 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 the, no, the, the, the glass
2: liquid. is a cup no but okay he's the then, what, then he's what's the your Kool-Aid blood man. Bob what's your blood Bob not kool-aid well I
0: hope not <laughs> well uh, she's the... The... gonna have a lot, <laughs> 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 a lot of kool-aid fucking Bert Kreischer and the jug
2: kool-aid <laughs> if your blood was fucking seeping in Joey is the kool-aid man the jug
1: or the liquid it's
2: gotta be the jug Thank, thank you. The face is on the jug. That's what I. You pour you the liquid much.
1: out, and it's still got a face.
2: Does it? That is that is true. I've never, never seen a Kool-Aid true. jug uh, sold with that, face. Let's talk in the, about in the
3: how liquid. strong the glass is because it doesn't break I'm when you smash through, through the brick the wall. walls. Yeah, that's very strong glass. Whoa. Super sand. Can we talk about how I, I
0: put very clearly that Joey Dwyer is going to be in studio and there's only one Nobody question that pertains question to, to asking Joey Dwyer a question. The next that's one that. is at least a, a racing that. question. Uh Will Sweat says, Why does Pass not have a full time announcer? That I mean that's Joey Joey's hiring. Unfortunately I am
1: not a uh official of Pass, so
0: I don't know. He's the recruiter for Pass. <laughs> He's on Indeed.com. Yeah, you raced some through. of their races,
3: so you should know, right? <laughs> Marco must be busy. That's yep. No, not that. <laughs> that is <laughs> I think it's
0: that is the correct answer. Woody Pickett said on a scale from one to ten when you get out of the shower and look at yourself in the mirror, what number are you? <laughs> Eleven. Uh, I was gonna say three and three and two quarters. Is negative an option? Uh yeah. I mean I'm I actually just... don't have a mirror in my bathroom, so
3: I looked a little fat today, so that fine. is a serial killer trait, right? If somebody No does, mirror does... in the bathroom. I do have a mirror in my bathroom. I was making a joke. Is that actually a cereal killer, That's gotta
1: a serial killer trait? That's got to be a cereal killer trait. It has to be. No, I have a cereal killer trait. Can you trait. brush your teeth if not People looking People that aware? put ice in chocolate milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, yeah. I'd take away their rights. <laughs> so, there's an Aroma Char- Joe's down Charles our is way. Charlie's to tell us that he does that. And, uh, not anymore. If you don't say no ice, they give you ice. And my kid Ooh. gets so pissed every time because he's like, what, what the fuck? In a chocolate I mean, it's milk? In be- a chocolate milk, yeah. Where is this? Aroma Joe's. Unless they're serving it to Who's- you warm,
3: like... Yeah. Does it? What
4: the fuck does it I also
3: have for?
2: energy drink in it? No, just, just <laughs> no, yeah. No. yeah. He
3: gives this kid a chocolate milk
2: rush. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: think
2: that's seventeen dollars in Atlantic City if you do it
0: right. It's uh, it must be reassuring though to know that your kid at that young of an age is not a serial killer.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's
2: yeah. good. It's yeah, good. it's not like picking squirrels I mean, or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with like a plastic like fork, tweezers. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> just
0: yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Corey Roussel said toughest slash least favorite person to race with. What's one race you and what and what's one race you thought man that one got away from me? And th- these are questions for everyone. I
2: don't race, so y'all have fun. Joey <laughs> uh, You can go as recent as this week. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh, toughest guy to race with. Um There's a lot, and a lot of them are old. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. oh. a race
0: with one at lee yeah, i was gonna say uh one that bobby used to not like uh was almost the reason why you
1: were on the show a couple weeks ago yeah from lee i mean uh, man me and that guy had it out <laughs> sometimes you know it, i mean you really gotta be doing something wrong if you get your pit cart or your tire cart spiked through the pit area by a race car yeah, well yeah. that i, I must have if you up. know you know <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> uh huh
3: Now, that guy, I respect the hell out of that guy, uh, but he was tough to race with. And uh, I also respect the hell out of Mike Rowe. Absolutely amazing that he raced this past weekend.
1: Legitimately going for a top five. Still the hardest guy to race with I've ever fucking raced with. I think that every kid that starts racing now should have had to race with those guys. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, I learned so much racing with Mike. He's so good. And Kelly. Um, and, and Kelly mean, was the first guy we were yeah. talking about, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like, don't get me wrong. Like Kelly is a hell of a driver and you know, absolutely. I mean, guy did some incredible things and you know, just sometimes it's hard to, uh, you know, you can't race like, you know, you used to back in the eighties.
2: Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah. you don't get a reputation for, for finishing up front as often as they did if you're getting passed all the time. So obviously Correct. they made it hard to get past.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Joey said, you learn a lot from those guys. I learned a lot about Kelly. There was, you know, as mad as I was at Kelly those years at Beechridge, I still respected him. I still respect him now. I was a fan of him in the Bush North days. Um, Hell, I got a
4: fucking. to race with. I floor. got a diecast
2: truck of his somewhere with Tic Tacs. Yeah, yeah. it. but yeah, uh, you know, there's a reason he's getting getting inducted into the Main Motorsports Hall of Fame, and he's not he, done racing yet. <laughs> and he's still not done <laughs>
1: racing. So yeah, I remember there um, was a past race at
2: Beechridge. Uh-oh. Are you gonna talk about when him and Donnie Culprit started on the front row and he hit the clutch instead of the
3: brake? Yeah, that was a both That, off that, that was a hundred. Road. That was a weekly hundred lap Church. I started fifth and was third on lap one. <laughs> on lap do. half, down the back <laughs> stretch. lap quarter, it was going into one.
1: No, it was uh, it was Kelly, me, and Mike Rowe, and we raced for a hundred laps for third place. And uh, at the end, you're came lucky up, to be alive. It came. <laughs> it came up as, as a memory on um, Facebook. Uh, probably like two months ago when I saw it and it was a picture of Barker put and he goes, it was like the caption was like, didn't know we ran a 150 lap Enduro today. And it was like, these are the top, th- f- you know, third from fifth place. And it was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like, I I'm mean, surprised one of them didn't get fed up at one point. Oh no, it was great. I mean, we were slamming off each other and <laughs> I, like it was back when Beechard was so top dependent, so you basically would drive in and just slam into the guy and move, <laughs> move him out of the grip, and then he would, you know, get back in line, you know, and, and do it to you the yeah. next lap <laughs> for a hundred laps. I think the new show title is
3: Lucky to Be Alive. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was
2: the hardest person for you to race against, Bob?
3: I would well, like he said Kelly Same and Mike. Too. You know, uh, Steve Barry was was tough to race with, but but. Uh... Him and I get along good after he put me on two rod road one night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was one race that sticks in your mind as one that you, you
1: gave away? You're like, oh, fuck. I had that one. Oh. I'm sure that there's at least a few of those as well. Oh. Uh, the Beatridge 300, one year. Uh, I was, I got into it with Donnie Culprit and I ended up having, I tore my car all the shit in the heat race. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, and the news
2: water is wet. (laughs) Yeah, so then
1: um, we ended up, we started like 26, but like it was clear as day, like all weekend we had the fastest car. and We were
3: so good at Beecher's that whole year.
1: And we we drove right to the front and we were leading with like 50 to go after the pit stop and it was like, ah, it's over. And then uh, we had a yellow with 20 to go and we had to restart on the bottom and it didn't matter if you were half a second faster than the second place. You were still going to finish second. Yeah, but uh, Ben, ben Rowe drove by you, right? Yeah, he got by me on the restart, and I ran in his tire tracks for the last 20 laps. But there's one thing about, like, Kelly and Mike and Ben, when Johnny, all those guys, you they don't make mistakes. So mm. unless you're going to, you know, rough them up, you're not going to get by because, you know. And if you rough them up, you ain't going to live to tell about <laughs> it. Yeah. <so. laughs> Yeah, you, you better finish him off because you you don't want <laughs> him to come back to the next corner.
4: <laughs>
3: well, fuck! I think that was all of them.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So uh, we it on Friday. I feel like that went relatively smoothly. It was a uh, uh, time-wise, it was good. It went quickly. Yeah, I don't know how because there that was there were some of the
0: hardest hits I've ever seen it, at oh, the yeah, racetrack. The, and the, it was junior, all box in the class, junior box class had
3: on. two wicked slams. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that like was right kid, in front of us too. Kids, were, kids were all okay, which was good. Uh, yeah. The safer barrier on the backstretch was not. No. Uh, at one point, several of the largest men in the pit area ran onto the racetrack to the point where I'm like, "What is going on?" And nope they were just going to move the entire wall back into place. Ordway
0: Enterprises built a safe race car because that yeah. was the race car that hit the that safer
3: barrier. Went through the wall. Yeah, at, at all of
0: it. There was there was a one point where I don't know how, but I don't remember what division it was. But two of the cars got together. One of them, I'm pretty sure, was just mad at the other guy, thinking that he got into him. He did not. It was actually a different cart, and <laughs> just drove them straight head on into the wall at in turn one and missed the cement barrier. Oh, by that's right. Yeah, maybe two inches. Yeah,
3: there's the op- there's like an opening in turn two, and there's a cement barrier that's exposed at the opening. And I thought that's where they were going. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if they'd been a little more to the right, they would have wiped out the generator that powers the lights and ended up in <laughs> <at> the pond. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go-karts. So we're off go karts till after the two. Actually. I got three after, weeks after off, Labor right? Day. Yeah, we're, we're not back there till September 9th. Um, Podium Pals. <laughs> you just brought up Mike Ordway. He won again at Oswego. I didn't even weekend. have him down. Damn it. We never have. I forgot it every time. <sighs> um, he picked up his uh, fourth ISMA win in the last six races, I think. Um, and he won the Oswego Triple Crown. Had myself and Brad Babb. We finished second and third, respectively, at Star. PJ Merrill picked up the win in the Super Streets at... Wiscasset, he sent me a snapchat Saturday night of himself absolutely dusted up saying i better be on podium pals this week yeah. <laughs> respect the hell out of that um at Oxford which you guys were at um is Ben Ashline a friend of the program I think so yeah. I you so. interviewed him at Hickory so he finished in the wild he finished second in the uh, race that Joey didn't win because he got spun out while leading why what happened uh, <laughs> rewind the show about forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour Garrett Lamb finished third in the past modifieds um colby Meserve won the sports series over smitty smitty was second um on uh, food stamp friday uh, <laughs> i would like credit please <laughs> Miss, uh, mrs rusty poland she finished third in her second race out this year shelby shirtliff um well for everyone say we turned into food stamp friday uh, scrolling <laughs> through here <laughs> I might be missing some like I normally I, I do. said that the first time I, I thought about was Nate, piss himself. Nate Barth finished second in the Mad Bomber Stonk race. I was sponsor of this week's show. Yep, and uh, that's, Brad can clean up what I missed. Uh,
0: Jordan Threl, uh, Th- Threlfall. I don't know how to say his last name. Biggest friend of the program that we have from the Seekonk area, I think. Always rocking a BFP hat. Thank, for uh, thanks for Blaze. Thanks for, yeah, except for Blaze. But I do, uh, I always um, see him rocking that, and I just always mispronounce names. T.H. REL fall, throw fall, right? Sure. That makes sense. All right, he uh, I think he won. He did something cool he finished it's on the pancake. <clears throat> Sam Lincoln, uh, that sounds so weird to say cuz it's just Blaze. He uh, he also did good. I think he finished second. He he like won some shit and he's probably like he's in the gaggle, like really good friend of the program. And we've missed him every single week. Cause I think he's on the podium every single week. So I think we're going to get him in studio, uh, record an episode with him in the next couple weeks. So that'll be fun. Uh, Ryan Vanessa jr. Uh, I'm sure you said Smitty and uh, I had the mad pup. Yeah. That's right. The mad so, pup, Georgie, Georgie, Georgie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I don't know who else finished and did. Oh, Andrew Moeller. I think the high did, roller halfway decent, maybe and an SK could have been at Waterford. I think you finished second or something. I didn't jot it down.
3: There was a boring NASCAR race. Yeah, yeah. Richmond always is. <clears throat> yeah, that place kind of stinks. Charlie won the picks though.
2: Uh, I did, but but before we get too carried away here with the uh, the uh, the NASCARing here, we do have an official Puskas Pooper review for the Richmond uh, Raceway here. Uh, I, this might be a new high score, Bob. Uh, wow, Richmond?
3: Like, that's the shittiest place, like, area-wise. So, like, they have nice poopers.
2: Here yeah, I, is the The official Puskas pooper review. This is from Chris Puskas himself. He is the engine tuner for the number two Cup Series car owned by Roger Penske, driven by Austin Sidrick. And, uh, well, he took a shit in Virginia this weekend. It's
0: smooth shit, probably, in that bathroom, because when you hear the gunshots, it comes out real fast. <laughs> yeah. That, that,
2: you ever been to Richmond, Joey? Yeah. Did, oh, did you, did you do the race thing? Day? I did you not race do the
1: racing. No? That track's
2: way too big It's for me. wicked in the ghetto. Like, yeah, but the, and the, by the track, track is, like, like, really nice now. Oh, yeah. it's gorgeous, but don't go, like, three feet outside of the gate. <laughs> um, so, Puskis Pooper Review, Richmond, 8.6 out of 10. Wow. Uh, pooping here is an enjoyable experience. Enough room to do my thing. Very nice stainless hardware and polished concrete floors. A touch on the warm side. Could use a fan for hotter days, but it's not bad today. The downfall, keeping this one out of the 9 to 10 range, is the toilet paper holder is at knee height. Wow, that's tough. Making spreading the...
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck, I threw my phone. Um, oh, uh,
3: uh
2: So, uh, yeah, uh, where we go? A touch on the warm side. The downfall, keeping this at a 9.10 to 10 range, is the toilet paper is at knee height, making spreading the lades a little on the awkward side, but this one is worth calling home about. Might even FaceTime the family during dinner from here. Also, prayer... <laughs> Prayers to whoever is in the stall. <laughs> Who is in the stall too down for me. Rest in peace, to your asshole. Because you just blew that thing out into a different zip code. Uh, uh, so, T's and P's we'll of that guy's butthole. It. And, uh... I, Pooper, I, did have,
0: 6. I did have pisser etiquette in my notes. I think <laughs> that this happened at, at, uh... At Oxford.
2: Don't pee in the sink, Bob. Well,
0: that, I did that at Oswego. That as well. But, no, I don't remember where I was, but I remember very vividly. You walk up, right? There's, piss your etiquette. There's three stalls. The dude's at the far left one. You go to the far right one. You leave the middle one for that awkward, just, you know, for the, the, the dude that's really daring. Well, I I walked in, because I, I think it was at a trough. But basically, the troughs at Oxford are pretty big, right? I was on one side, far right. This guy was on the far left. He was already doing his thing. So I go in, tuck myself in the corner. Out of my peripheral, I can still see that he whips his head over and just starts looking at me. While I'm pissing. Buddy, what do you want to talk about? Fuck. I I didn't even... Yeah, keep going. I I just had piss etiquette because, like, what are you doing other than just staring straight? Like, I don't know what the dude was up to, like, if he wanted to, like, help or
2: something, but I was doing (laughs) quite fine. I forgot all about this. this. I I forgot all about this until you just said this, but I went to take a piss. So we were on the front stretch there, just in the stands, right? So we went to piss off at turn one. So we walked down there, and if you walk in there, it's literally just, like, it's like four stalls, a trough. There's like a, a separation in the building because they made like an add-on, and then another trough. So I walk in there and I go all the way down to the end of the building because I don't, I don't, I don't really piss with friends. Mm. So I'm mm. down there and I, I got my crank in hand and it's a, it's a cute little bugger, but I, I'm doing my thing. <laughs> and this cuzzo behind me stands right behind you on his phone, <laughs> on his through Charlie's legs. <laughs> Literally puts his hand on your shoulder. He he. Not only is he on speakerphone, but he watched me go all the way down to the end of the building to avoid human beings, and he passed by four stalls, the first uh, four (laughs) empty stalls, the first empty trough, and could not have stood more right next to me. I think While he did, I'm pissed, And I think
3: he did it on purpose, and I respect the hell out he of it. And he's like etiquette.
2: 400 years old. Piss or he's piss. on the phone talking about somebody bought his arts and crafts at the fucking whatever, and he's got like two jobs he's got to do that night, and he just, he, he's got his fucking dick in his hand right next to me. I'm like, you could have pissed. Literally, you're a dude. You could piss anywhere that you could so choose, mm. and you had to do it right next to me. I think that I, I timed growing up just right where I like, it's
0: like got you a choice. Well, so my parents timed it just right so that I was able to grow up while guy code was on MTV at all times. And it was just on repeat, like before ridiculousness started doing that. Um, and guy code taught me a lot. I felt like I was like 10 years old and I was learning piss or etiquette. I was learning, you know, just the way that you, how, how you're supposed to progress into a dude. There's like certain things you don't do anymore. And, or just the way to act you know and I feel like that's what really shaped me and, and these olds I don't know what they were watching man golden girls or whatever was on TV jeopardy Price is right they, they just never learned how to piss correctly you know <laughs> maybe they think so. you need a hand yeah I mean it, I mean if, if you if, if you think walk I need all you all the way to the hand though yeah. well no but if they think that I need a hand that means that it's too big for just my own hand like I'm nah, fucking fire hosing it <laughs> 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 turn the turn the hose on
3: just full crack it's better elephant it. trunk <laughs> yeah Somebody's bracing you from a bag. they got a fucking baby arm hanging off. Uh, Well, I'm getting hungry, so let's wrap this up. Kevin Harvick won the NASCAR race. This laptop burns the shit out of me. Second time in a row after going two years without a win. That's cool. Charlie won the picks with Denny Hamlin. Uh, Austin Dillon ran 53rd all day until the pay window opened, and he beat uh, Alex Bowman by four spots. So Brad finished second. I finished third. Brad still has a 15-point lead over Charlie. Charlie has one point over me. We're going to Watkins Glen this weekend. How do I not pick the guy that's won the last two road course races? I picked Tyler Reddick. Oh, shit. That was um,
0: that was uh, you, were, you were really prepared and ready to go there, Bob.
3: Um, Shit. Well, when you're staring down the barrel of having to do something embarrassing in public with your fire suit like I am. It's without a point, Bob. You got to start to be prepared. I literally texted Derek Nealon on the way. He was like, you guys going to be good this weekend? He's like, we won the last two. What do you think? I'm like, hi, hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, shit. Uh, I will take...
2: Not that I hate him, I just don't think he's that good. I'll take Chase Briscoe. I'll take Chris Buescher.
3: Oh fuck! Is he seventeen? Yeah. yeah. Who's your pick? At,
2: who's your pick in the NASCAR in there, Joey?
1: Oh, Watkins Glenn. Yeah. Oh, probably Ross Chastain. Ross Yeah. Any I mean, weapons? There's, there's a lot of realistically
3: uh, Chase Elliott's probably going to win. He's the best driver currently active there. But I think Truex goes there and realistically, actually, fucking yeah, him. he's fast there as well. But I've already used up my Truex picks, I think, and uh, I don't want to use Chase just yet. I do not have any weapons.
2: Uh, my only weapon of the week is uh, going going back on the one of the hardest people to ever race against, uh, Frank Ware. Uh, one of my favorite human beings on the planet. He's one of the, the nicest guys I've ever met. Certainly one of the hardest I've ever raced against. But he uh, he was watching D- his son Danny run the pass modified race and um, didn't realize that there was not a street stock race in between the mods and the limiteds, uh, to which Danny pulled off the racetrack and saw his division roll out onto the racetrack where he jumped in his car and made the green uh, three laps down. And, uh, <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Weren't even willing to give him a
3: minute. I was, huh? wondering,
0: why, I was wondering why that was Yeah, Because
3: he
2: finished, what, second, second or third on the racetrack, track. and yeah. he was three laps down. And he was digging. Like, probably should have won. Can you imagine yeah. if he won the race? Yeah. And he, 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 he even said it. He's like, yeah, that, I, I thought there was a race in between <laughs> the mods and us, and there most certainly was not. So, oh, tough. Um, tough. Tough break for him. Tough person to race against. Also, Clyde Hennessy, He's another probably top two. Well, my weapon—my
3: weapon is people who accuse us of saying things without listening to our show. And
2: it's very really easy, really, really easy to listen back. Yeah, it's to the f- point where first I first sent of.
3: someone this week the link to last week's show and said, "You figure it out." <laughs> mm-hmm. I love love that move.
0: Well, uh, it's not—it's not often that we get a guest in the studio. I—I I swept the floors and stuff. This looks nice. I know. Yeah. I cleaned up a little bit, and you know, last person we had in the studio was Mike Jr. I decided to make sure I didn't eat for a few days because you call me fat, right. so. Um, yeah, Joe, was... Joey
3: hasn't bullied
2: any of us. Oh, yeah, Do you cool. have any questions for us, Joey? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this has been episode what 180? 180. Who's the number
3: 80? All the Libbies, right? All mm-hmm. well, that cat scale car that's always in the way, at White Mountain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brad, Brad Watson's car. <laughs> Louis Michelitis <laughs> drove it. Yep. Dustin Hubbard drove it. Um, I don't remember anybody else. It wasn't Bunk Tony Stewart it? the 80 in like a bush
2: race that's... once? It's like a Hendrick car, is it mm-hmm. purple? I am no like clue. Pretty confident
1: in that. 80 is a weird number. It is
3: a weird number. <laughs> it's <laughs> a very... good football number. It's oh, not a good yeah. race card number. If you're a linebacker 80. or wide receiver, but you get it. Oh, yeah. My mouth. What's a wide receiver that's an 80? Troy Brown. Oh. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice. <that's>, <laughs> that like, that the, guy. The greatest <laughs> one ever. Oh. Oh. All right. <laughs> uh, Mike
1: O'Sullivan, if he's spinning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, this, at the Sizzler two years ago at
3: Stafford. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He hit so fucking hard. That was
0: yeah, that was pretty egregious. Mm. I just gotta try to get that word into every show.
3: You haven't was you best. haven't um factored in rubbish this week in any way.
0: Don't want to lose your streak. <laughs> well <with> that, that <laughs> wreck with Michael Sullivan, whoever else
3: was created a lot of fiberglass
0: was, rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> just rubbish. Just throw both throw both the cars in the <laughs> rubbish.
3: Uh thanks for coming on, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for, for putting it. up with us. Well, we well, appreciate you coming me. on. It's, it's probably and, past your bedtime
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, i still got an hour to go home so <laughs> oh,
2: so it, uh, officially is it so is charlie's it, gonna keep the show going. <laughs> is, it, is it berwick south berwick north berwick which one is it oh just regular berwick just berwick all right yeah. well safe travels happy trails and uh this has been episode 180 race car race car. here we go race car